Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I hope I am coming through to you okay. I uh, do have a different mic setup going on like I did last week. Hopefully this one's a little bit better. The problem with this is that it's not a directional mic. And any of you who know when you don't have a directional mic, it picks up every little sound. So if you hear me like breathing really loud or knocking things around on my desk or taking a drink of soda and very quietly trying to burp so you guys can't hear me, please let me know how I sound tonight on on this and if it's squeaky or whatever. Um, it's, it's a different headset than I've used on the show before. So please let me know because these are things that are all correctable. <laughs> we hope. I want to thank you for being here tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is part two of our New Year's special. Last week we were talking about, you know, goals and things that we had for our writing and for ourselves for the new year. I think that's really important to set goals. I think it's like we talked about last week. I think it's really important to set realistic goals for yourself, baby step goals. Don't say, this year I'm going to become the poet laureate of the universe. Okay, so think about what little baby steps you need to do in order to reach that goal. And those are the types of goals you could set for yours. You need to set for yourself because then you have little successes. You uh, the, the things having a little success is better than not having a big one, if that makes sense. It's the little ones that keep you pushing forward. And if you sit there and break your goal down into little baby steps, then you are able to see that it is much more attainable than just this lofty thing. So last week we talked a little bit about what your your goals may be uh, for the new year, but I kind of sprung that on you. But you've had a whole week to think about it. So this is your homework, guys. Okay, so you've had a whole week to think about it. I want you to, we're going to talk again, we're going to talk tonight about the goals that we're going to set for ourselves in 2019, okay? And I think that it's really important to talk about them, to say them out loud. It makes them real. Uh, it, It makes us accountable to our words when we speak them out loud. And it just solidifies, solidifies it for us. I bet you can hear me clicking my pen, can't you? That's a really bad habit of mine. I'm putting my pen down. If you couldn't, I was doing that. All right. So setting those goals, goals for ourselves in, in 2019 is also going to give me, an, I, give me an idea of what some of your goals are. So as I'm putting together workshops and stuff, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, it'll uh, really help me put those together so that things we're bringing to you guys are things that are going to be useful to you. All right. So before we get started, I want to give out our phone number real quick for those of you that would like to call in. The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read tonight. Now, we have a couple of announcements, and I want to do those real quick. 
we talked about the workshop just a moment ago, and I want to kind of elaborate on that real quick. If you're interested in putting together a writing workshop with us, if there's something that you would like to talk about, if you want to take a step-by-step -step through a, an actual workshop where at the end of the thing we have a, a working poem, you know, uh, where we, we actually create a piece of writing. You, we can do one where you want to talk about your favorite era of poetry, your favorite favorite genre you know maybe you've never written a sonnet and you've always wanted to learn how so let's call in let's do a show we'll do a show walking through and all learning together uh the joys of writing a sonnet okay um it can be a lot of fun you can do these workshops live or pre-recorded so if you want to pre-record one on your computer and send me the mp3 file that would be awesome advantages of that or that you can edit it and get it perfect like you want it to be uh, or you can be kind of a fly by the see the pants girl person boy no gender assigning here person uh, doing a workshop <laughs> and do it live we can also do a combination of both if you want to do the workshop portion uh, uh, recorded and then come on and, and have some live part audience participation and uh, have callers calling we can do that as well so if you have something you want to put together, uh, just shoot me over a message on Facebook. I guess that would be the easiest. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. -I -I That's Nyla Alicia on Facebook. Just shoot me a message and let me know what you want to put together and we can do that. It'll be a lot of fun. Next, we are at the end of our broadcasting year and all year long, We've been able to broadcast every week here with you, doing a three-hour show. And part of the reason that we are able to do that is a huge, big part, actually, is uh, thanks to our sponsors on the show. Okay. The Star Sevron and James, one sapien, and Roy Murdoch, all three uh, helped pitch in this year, and we kept our three-hour uh, on-air license so we can be broadcasting all year long to you. And so we really appreciate you guys. We are at the end of our broadcasting year coming up here uh, at the end of the month. So if you are interested in helping to sponsor the show or you'd like information on what that entails, uh, just shoot me a message and I'll let you know. But uh, we really want to let Star Severon and James Sapien and Roy Murdoch all know how much we really appreciated this last year. Uh, the special gift that you provided to us so that we were able to be here continually like this. Just love you guys. Thank you. So next, every show I give you a writing prompt and I give you a writing, a, a writing exercise. And the difference in the two is, and I'll give you the prompt first, but the prompt is meant to create a poem. It's a planting of a seed, like blowing a dandelion fluff. You're sending it out there in the world, you know, in the hopes that the idea will will land and take root and grow into something so it's meant to you can you can use it as a title of the poem you can use it as a line in the poem you can uh, have it just be the general concept of the poem okay so your writing prompt is ready can you feel it can you feel it all right that is your writing prompt Use that however you want, whatever interpretation, and uh, that yeah, that's your writing prompt. Now your writing exercise is different. 
and exercise is meant, uh, you know, when you think about you go to the gym and you exercise and you're in your sweats and you're not wearing your makeup and except for those girls, we all know who those girls are, the ones that have the perfect little yoga pants say juicy on the butt and and perfect hair and makeup and they don't ever sweat but they're going 90 miles an hour and you just hate them those girls yeah anyway <laughs> so an exercise is meant to make you sweat it's out there to push your muscles to do something that hurts a little to step out of your comfort zone get a little sweaty okay they're meant to make your pen move and this is more important than you can even imagine your pen should move in some way, even if it's for 30 seconds every single day. I always tell people that the easiest way to keep yourself productive as a writer is to write a haiku every day. A haiku, three lines, 17 syllables, three, seven, or three, three, seven, or five, seven, five. That's it, five, seven, five. Okay, write a haiku every day. It doesn't have to be a good haiku. And in fact, this is the beginning of the year. So let's make a commitment to ourselves. You guys, make this resolution with me. I want you all to get a three-ring binder, a notebook, a journal. This cannot be in your computer because you have to carry it with you. Or if you carry it on paper, you know, keep a little tablet with you and then put it on your computer. That's fine, too. But it's a brand new year. I want you to write a haiku every single day of the year about the lady behind you in the grocery line, about the red light, about the graffiti on that train, about the man with uh, whose, whose shoes don't match. Every single day, find something worth writing 17 syllables about. All right? There's got to be something that happens in your day that you can write 17 syllables to. Do that every single day. And after about the first month, I'll say, of doing that, you guys are going to start emailing me and saying, wow, doing something this simple has changed this, and I want you to fill in the blank, because it will. Just moving that pen every single day in a creative way will do more than you could ever imagine. So let's do that. And then, you know what, by the end of the year, you've got 365 haikus. You can take that and go through all of them and pick out from all the garbage that we're going to write, pick out some really good ones because we're going to write some of those too. And by the end of the year, you could have, you'd be able to put out your own book of haiku. And any poet worth their grain of salt has a book of haiku. I'm just telling you. You know, it's like, you know, any actor worth their salt has made a, has made an, a, an appearance on Saturday Night Live. That kind of cool. Yeah. Everybody, you know, you have to have a book of haiku. So by the end of the year, think about it. By the end of the year, you have a book of haiku poetry. So let's do this. It's important. Um, so you're writing exercise. <laughs> That's where we were. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back in. Um, so those are to make you sweat and do those crazy things like make your pen move every single day. What I want you to do for your writing exercise this week, and last week we did it different because an exercise isn't always writing something on paper. It's not always the formulation of letters into words, into sentences, into poetry. An exercise is meant to do things that's going to push you forward as an artist, as a writer. Things that are going to make you grow out of the comfort zone. That's the only place you'll grow. Okay, you've been hearing that for years. So the exercise is an action this week 
again. So last week we had you do one. If you ever get wonder what to write about, you can listen to the back of the show and you can hear all those. I'm not going to go into it because I'll keep talking for 10 hours. So your exercise this week is I want you to write down three small writing goals. Like baby steps, like the baby steps for baby steps, like a baby steps, baby steps pickup. Those kind of writers goal, those kind of goals, just little ones, baby ones, okay, and simple ones, tiny, small, easy things to do. I want you to write three small writing goals that involve other people. Ah, neither can be a stinger, huh? What's going to be that easy? So write down three little baby step writing goals that involve other people that you're going to strive to do more of this year or to do this year. You can, I mean, this is, you have to make it emotionally attached to you or you're not going to do this. So however, whatever interpretation you want. Um, But three writing goals involve other people. Like it could be, uh, we talked about by the end of the year having a haiku poetry book, you know, Maybe one of your writing goals could be sometime this year, over the next 12 months, you're going to buy one chapbook from one of your fellow poets. Now, for those of you that have the money and go out and buy all of the chapbooks from all of your peers and all of that, then that's awesome. But, you know, but sometimes we don't think about it. We're writers. We don't think about reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, by the way, you're doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. So, but yeah, go, go find one of your poets you really admire and buy their chapbook. And email them. Ask them to buy it directly from them and have them send you an autographed copy. You know, let them know that someone's listening to them. Small things. One time. Can you do that once? Okay, that could be one of the three. Something like um, once, you know, once a month. We're not going to say do it one time a year. Once a month, that's 12 times in the next year. And it doesn't have to just, just 12 times. We'll do that. 12 times in the next year. You're going to comment on someone's online online poem because no matter how busy we get, we know ourselves as writers. Um, those comments are important to us. Those are the of you that post your work online. So you know, the 12 times over the next year, leave a comment on someone's poem. It could be something like uh, leave a a writing prompt. Pick someone 12 times over the next year. Pick 12 people and send them a random writing prompt. Just write the word prompt, dot, dot, and give them a writing prompt in their email. Just out of the blue. You know, inspire somebody. You, it could be uh, doing a collaboration with someone, giving somebody a poetry book, or sending them, you know, maybe 12 times in the next year you'll find 12 people and handwrite and snail mail a handwritten poem to that person. That would be an awesome one, you guys. 12 times over the next year. You know, maybe you could just pick someone out of the phone book. You'd have to put a letter saying, hi, this is my my random poetry blasting thing, whatever. And 12 times this year, I'm going to be sending a poem to random people. Um, hello, number three. This is the poem, your poem. And, you know, send it to random people in the phone book addresses. Go put them in neighbors, you know, write about your neighbor's gnome on their lawn and go stick it in their mailbox. However you want to have, however you want to interpret it, however you want to have fun with it, something like that would be great. Um, Maybe it could be, think about how doing spoken word poetry has changed you as a poet. 
Okay, so 12 times in the next year, you will encourage and bring someone new to the show to read for the first time. To, to give to to give their to, for them to learn to have that rush to feel to know what it's like for their words to have wings what it's like to breathe breath into our monsters what their voice sounds like you know remember what it was like for you the first time that you did spoken words so maybe 12 people the next year you're going to bring 12 people to the show and let them read for the first time on radio that would be a great, great, great thing goal to set. So exercise, three small writing goals that involve other people. That's it for this week. And we're good to go. I know I'm being long-winded, guys. Sorry. Uh, we're mo- moving right along here. We always start and end every episode. We're going to be playing two tracks to start out here, by the way, just so you know. But we always start and end and we always start in the episode with an audio track. So if you are record, I totally forgot where it was for a moment. If you're a recording artist and would like to have your piece played on the air, you can email those, the word thus in the email address, T-H-E, this, email them to me at thusspeakeasycafe, thusspeakeasycafe at gmail.com. Make sure you put in the subject line, uh, audio file, MP3 file, something along those lines, and uh, this may help stand out a little bit better for me. I'll get those uploaded to the show's library, and we will play them for the world. Doesn't that sound awesome? So I'm going to open the show, the first show of every year, uh, or the first show, or first show of every month, as the agreement was for the last year now, per being called out on the air, and and um, baby got stood in the corner type thing. I always start the first show because I never played any of my tracks, and people kept telling me play my track so you could tell can you tell by the way I'm stammering that I'm really still uncomfortable doing this you guys you know this anyway so I'm supposed to play one of my tracks first show of every month I play one of my tracks and so um, but I've got another one I want to play as well to start out the new year so we are going to do start out with a piece of mine called room with a view all right, and then we will be going into our second piece, and then we will be right back. Here we go. Room with a View by Nyla Alicia You come back. Why? And why now? After all this time? After so many walls have been built? Overgrown with graffiti vines dropping the leaves of too many not enough words said. Why now, when the bridges have stopped smoldering and the sky is clear? When fish have returned to the river again? Still, there you are, on the other side, on top of the walls. You scaled so easily. 
always been easy for you, hasn't it? You with your monkey tongue and double-jointed smile, making child's play out of my mystery. Like when you sent the stars to woo me, disguised as dark chocolate troubles. Now, again, after all this time, after all my hard work, you're there, just like before, tossing pebbles at my window. writing this, listening to the tap, 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 like static echoing from our past, buried past, making a shambles of all I did to put you away. There are too many doors and not enough many skeletons to reassemble to fix this. Stop it. I see you there, precariously perched, looking like hell. Your white flag arms floundering in the air. Hands flying like white doves, cooing to get my attention. You know how ridiculous you look. Staring out the window. I just, I keep wondering why. Why now? Why after all this time? Still, I cannot tell you what value, how important, where everlasting, haven't found it yet. Every bit is rising like a moon, fluttering in silver. Possibilities. Thing or a thought, it disappears somewhere, like the tick to my talk, to feel human again. After the seventh shock, a heart pumping, rings of muscle, mapped sinews, near-death views of love in your silhouette, empty space between all of you and this timed isolation of my heart, language fixed to my ear, avoiding live green eyes. I let you walk past me, tunnel passerby. If I touch you, by chance, by accident, by death, 
by love, by desire, by dinner time, by church, by antiquity, by destiny, by skin, by Friday, by crying, by leaving. It will be my memory moaning for togetherness again with the ebb and flow of zeros echoing in the silent timing. Gravitational lens juxtaposes all shades of desire, sense, hearing, bottled in language, of worlds undiscovered, in, around, through, green eyes. But I cannot touch you when you are a trickle bird dripping from the skyline sun in the blue or the black. Your neon white outline stranger in young relation brought me back. Sorry, our days are numbered, and we must face the tough blue earth every day, every night, like another end. That piece was by Miss Star Severon, and I wanted to... Um, I wanted to share that on the first show of the year. Uh, again, just as a thank you and a reminder, um, I don't have anything by James. I don't have anything recorded by Roy, but that was Star Severin, one of our sponsors for the show. Just absolutely beautiful, beautiful voice. She's got like that that sexy, sultry Jessica Rabbit type. I've got such a crazy girl crush on her voice type of voices. Um, just, she's just phenomenal, phenomenal artist and an amazing writer. So thank you, Miss Star Severon. I want to make sure I shared you with everyone again one last time for this last year, but not definitely not the last time for this new year. Um, and just tell you again, thank you for uh, being part of sponsoring the show last year. All right, guys. So this is what you can expect. This is what comes next. First of all, if you would like to call in and share and read tonight, you could do so by calling 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. I do want to let area codes 734-863-720-757 and 815 know that you are not in the lineup. So if you want to come on on the air and read, Please press 1, and that will let me know that you want to come on live. Otherwise, if you're here just listening and hanging out, thank you. I appreciate you being here. We all do. And uh, if you change your mind at any time, you can press 1, and I'll put you in line up again. Area code 734-863-720-757. You guys are not in the lineup. If any of you want to come on and read, then go ahead and press 1, and we will be able to bring you on. If you are on hold waiting to come on, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 203 is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, regardless of whether I know you or not, it's always polite and good manners and very important for a plethora of reasons to introduce yourself. Okay? You, people want to know who's reading. And if you don't tell you, them who you are, then I get bombarded with 50 I am saying who's reading, who's reading, who's reading, and I'm trying to listen and pay attention to what you're reading, and it's just not cool, okay? Not cool at all, dude, ads, and 
dudes. <laughs> no, please, please introduce yourself so people know who's reading. You always want to send your work out there with your name attached. You don't want to send your, your heart and soul out there in the airwaves and someone be, oh, who, that's great. Who is that? I have no idea. They didn't say. You always want your name attached to your work, even if it's done on the air, something like this, because we are archived. All right. So introduce yourself. Next, right now, we uh, are kind of got a, a line, a line, uh, yeah, pretty good lineup. So we're going to start off doing just one poem. So you can read one poem. If you want to read a second one, when you're done reading, press one. It takes you out of the lineup. Press one again. It puts you back in. Or just to be safe, on the safe side, hang up and call back in, and it puts you back into the rotation, and you can read your second one. The only exception to this rule is if you've done your homework. So every once in a while, I'll give someone homework. I'll give them a writing exercise or the prompts that we do at the beginning of every show. If you have one of those with you, then you get to read your regular poem and your homework. So that's kind of an incentive for you to stretch out and do some of these prompts that I give you. So one poem right now, unless you have your homework, exercise, whatever prompt with you, then you can read two. Please uh, keep it right on the five-minute mark. Be courteous of the people waiting in line behind you. All right. And then when you're done reading, make sure that you give everyone your URL. You want to make sure that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work better. Remember that we are a mature rated show, so you are bound to and probably will hear just about anything, with the exception of adult erotica poetry. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Don't get too graphic. Other than that, you're good to go. So I will give you the first three callers so you know where you are, kind of the heads up. We are going to bring on, first we're going to bring on area code uh, 203, then 731, and then 419. All right, so you'll know uh, kind of that where you are. So let's go ahead and bring on area code 203. 203, are you with me? Uh, hello, Nyla. This is Sammy Jones, a.k.a. Poetry's Child, and my poetry family is Prismatic Dreams in a New Word Order. How are you doing? It has been a while since I've heard from you. Happy New Year, my love. Happy New Year, Nyla. How are you? Nyla, I'm doing... I have... No, go ahead. No, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Great. I have actually somebody sitting next to me. Um, I have been gone for so long because life got busy, and I've been really um, occupied with my family, but I have someone next to me who would like to say hello. Who is that? Hey, sweetheart. If you didn't understand her, she said, Hi, Nyla, this is Cece. That's my daughter, Sierra. Your daughter. My youngest. Your daughter. Yeah. yeah, the little one. My special mm-hmm. little one. <laughs> Tell her that we said hello. Thank you. She's right here. She hears it. Um, she wanted to hear poetry tonight, and she's actually sitting next to me with a notebook, and she's writing. That is awesome. So, you do that, CC. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> she's a little comedian, too. She's very funny. Uh, she's like my sidekick. But um, I actually have a piece that I wrote. I don't know if anybody – I have to apologize to the poetry community, and maybe it seems like I turned my back, but I had some, like – life-threatening things that have come in into my hands that I had to deal with. And I was gone for so long, but I, I want to come back, and I come back when I can. I continue to write. It's not always good stuff. 
sometimes you just have to write to get things out of your head and on the paper and it makes sense. But I actually wrote something I kind of like lately. I don't know if anybody remembers Jamie Bond and I are like, we go back a long time. Yeah. She once wrote a piece called I Ain't Never Scared. Well, I wrote a piece called I'm Never Scared. But it was based off a song on the radio that comes from the new Spider-Man movie that Lil Wayne did called Scared of the Dark. Um, and here's that piece. I'm never scared of the dark. I'm more the rebellion of electricity you see in shots. The lights in the sky of a dark night, thunderstorms with the sparks and the crackle to tackle a spine with fear. I'm testifying truth beneath a moon backed by goons cracking knuckles, standing tall like spears after midnight. The cold and distant within me is just the cancer I am. I self-love when I shell up, fold up, and shut up. Disappear like a cover-up, I doll up and camouflage. Hopefully there are no aftershocks so I don't upchuck my location on radar. I fossil up in some rock like a dead fish leaving only scales to play a tune so docile. Call it the process of recession as my wig is receding, my brain is just bleeding ideas, and I'm a marketing plan full of secrets to progress. That is a lesson to never judge a book by its cover if you don't plan to visit the pages. That, that's what makes a, a villain get enraged in cages. You can upstage a fool, but a wise man takes the stage when he's speaking in adages. That's the asparagus of green veggies you're needing. I'm a leader leading, not a slacker leaning, looking to wean people off of worldly things. Listen to the song I'm singing. I refuse to run from anything. No one will ever hug me close to stab my back to get even. I'm like leavened bread. I rise above the fog to see clearly. A tower in the garden of a skyscape caping the moon in agreement. That's that piece. I have to ask you something, Tammy. Yeah. Have you ever, when you were younger, or have you ever read Shakespeare? Not when I was younger, when I got older. When you got older. Have, do you think that that influences the way you do spoken word? Having read, mm-hmm. seen, heard Shakespeare. I don't think it's so much what I read. I think it's more what I listen to with music. I love music. I can't sing for crap. I can't mm-hmm. play an instrument, but in, music is very important to me. And I'm very knowledgeable about a lot of different music. And it's, what, it's, it's, it's the first, when I was younger, when you were young, remember the boom boxes? I used to have like a radio above my bed on a shelf. And the first thing I would do, my hand would go walk and wake up and turn on the music before my eyes open. I used to mm-hmm. love music. The only thing mm-hmm. I could do musically was like, um, I used to go to the roller skating rink when I was younger and I loved to be around music. That's all it was. It's a lyrical thing. And when I first started writing in 2002, I actually had a plan or a goal to attain um, where I wanted to write poetry in a way that you can hear the music behind my words and the way I delivered it. Well, it's part of the reason that I asked you that about Shakespeare. A friend of mine were ta- and I were talking about that the other day, how it's really surprising to learn how many spoken word artists and it was one of the two things. Spoken word artists really have a love of Shakespeare and or yes, really have a love of music. 
because well, you know, the funny part, I just so miracle like that. Yeah, it is. I just thought of something that I put in my biography. Um, there's something like my poetry is a place where I would like Shakespeare to meet Missy Elliott on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, cool. I appreciate the time, and thank you for the chance to uh, be able to spit a piece. Uh, Tammy, it is awesome having you here to help start out the new year. And CC, awesome that you're sitting there with your mom. Mm-hmm. Keep writing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tammy, so appreciate much. you so much, honey. Do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you. Um, I'm on Facebook. Just look for Tammy Jones Poetry Child. I, I think I changed my name as Poetic Rebellion or Beautiful Rebellion on Facebook. On Twitter, you can find me under Tam I Am Seven One One, and I'm out there on Instagram. But I'm really not a picture picture taker. I think I'm Poetry's Child over there. Awesome. All right, Tammy. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You have a thank happy you, New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye, CC. Bye. Our next caller comes from area code 731. 731, you're on the air. Hello, Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. It's nice to hear Tammy's voice, like a voice from the past, like a ghost. So that was pretty (laughs) neat. Hey, Michael, how are you? It is. It was awesome to hear from her. It was. And we've heard Star tonight. And and you and that's pretty amazing. So it's it's all good. It's a good night. Happy New Year, Nyla. Happy New Year oh. to you, sweetheart. You got my um. You got my message, so you can put that link in the page, please. The I poem I'm going that. to read, written by Miss Marta Pombo Sales, <clears throat> and. Uh, and her her blog is called Moments Block, and uh, it's his WordPress blog. And uh, she's kind of a prolific writer. She can do most anything. She's a, a perpetual blogger, and she wrote a really cool writing poem. And you know, I'm addicted to those. And uh, before I read it, I'll spell it out: HTTPS. Going over to M-O-M-E-N-T-S-B-L-O-C dot WordPress dot com. Moments block dot WordPress dot com. There's no K there. And join the party because it's a lot going on over her house. I threw the link um, in there for you. Thank you. You're very kind, man. Uh, I'm going to read her poem tonight and I read it on that blog and I'll come back Next time, and I'll read my riff. So that's uh, making the most of everything. Okay. So, all right, I'm going to proceed now with this poem by Marta Pombo Salas. And the title of her poem is called A Float. A Float. Upon the highest cliff, something wakes. Below is the turquoise blue ocean glare. While the sun reflects on its silent waves, a butterfly rises up in thin air. My wings felt the warmth of a cloudless sky. I breathed the air and found pleasure, yet my heart was afraid of flying too high. A sudden descent, and I became wet. 
I saw myself sinking relentlessly into the depths of the darkest ocean, radiant blue and sun-faded callously as I sank with vertiginous motion. A butterfly turned into a falling rock. Could I possibly change my destiny? Could I ever recover from this shock or stay in the dark, its immensity? Direful sinking, dark blue around, yet looking up the side of turquoise blue, and sun rays despite a fall that profound spoke of the anchors I could hold on to. My arms and legs started to swim upward, a rapid ascent as its previous fall reached the surface of the sea so awkward and saw myself at peace, as I recall. Across the ocean so confidently, I swam and could have even sailed a boat, looked at the world with some complacency. The butterfly can fly. I am afloat. End poem. I love that. That was beautiful. She used, I love the imagery, the, the cool blue tones, kept it in a very zenful feel. Use of words can do that. Um, it's, it's called a word association. But by using a word different ways, I mean, if you read through this and see how many different ways she chose to describe the word blue, used color to keep the reader in that emotional place throughout the entire piece, which made them feel the undulate of the entire poem. It was awesome. Um, full disclosure, my dyslexia kicked in, and I was anticipating mispronouncing vertiginous, and I should have said radiant sun and blue faded callously, and I flipped a couple of words, so I apologize for that. <laughs> um, vertiginous is just uh, it's an offshoot of vertigo. Vertigo is bad. That's bad whirling as opposed to twirling, which is good. Indeed it is. <laughs> I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Great piece, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, y'all just head on over to her site, first chance you get, and, and uh, stop in, just tell her, just say Michael Todd sent you. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, All right, I will do that. Thanks. Thank Bye. you, honey. Bye, sweetheart. Okay, Mr. Michael Todd. All right, our next caller comes from area code 719. 719, you're on the air. Uh, I think or it's no, Agent 419. 419. Agent 419. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm I heard so the, far I heard the thing go beep. <laughs> uh, I just heard the thing go beep. I'm like, she's got to be talking to me. Yeah, my, my my secondary backup plan. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, following directions, I am Shelly Gambino. If anybody's interested that you said to say your name in the beginning so they know who you are. So, yes, Shelly Gambino. <laughs> I'm found on Facebook under that name. <laughs> Welcome How are to you? the show, honey. I'm doing awesome. It's been a great good, week. Good. Yeah, it's been a very quick week because we had a long vacation. Well, some people had a long vacation with Monday and Tuesday being off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting back to the grind of things. Okay, the piece that I want to share tonight is called Twinning. I don't know where I got the name. It had to do with probably a twin or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Refracted image appears my shadow. Mystic twin 
confronting me. Imaginings of my inner psyche. Is she for real who stands before me? Faded imagery, so real yet so imaginary. I see you. I feel your presence. You are my conscience of free guilt and my devil's advocate. We are as opposite as the moon and the sun, yet we both exist, as sure as the stars above. Just the thought of you turns my heart of competing and vying for your love. We are two entities living in separate worlds, yet we come from the same seed. Light is dark, dark is light. As day turns into night, we live opposite lives, yet we continue to breathe. And that was amazing. What a perfect, perfect piece to start the new year with. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she giggles. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Miss Shelley, do me a favor. You know what I'm going to ask you now, right? Where everyone can find me? Exactly. Um, I am Shelly Gambino. I'm found on on Facebook, but also I'm actually got Poetical Intrigue. That's Poetical Intrigue, um, which is my own page where I put all my posts and um, put it up there. I think in order to be a member, I have to invite you. So if you want to instant message me or something, I can do that. I thought it was public and I tried to change it and I I can't for some reason. I can't change it. So, um, but I post all of my poetry on Facebook and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and I've been asked to be, they they read it in the UK, so I'm excited about that too. <laughs> just have to throw that out. I don't know. Every time they ask me, I'm so honored because I, I don't write for money. I just want my word out there and reading on your show and, and reaching people around the world and stuff. I just, I just, I, it just blows me away. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Well, you can yeah. tell you have that true passion for your craft, and it's beautiful, honey. Thank you so much, oh, Shelly. Well, thank you. Yep, thank you, and we'll see you next Thursday. <laughs> yes, ma'am, we will. Thank you for that. <laughs> same time, Happy same station. You too. Hey, what you, Nala. Have what a have good. you set for your uh, writing goal for 2019? Okay, so this is what I've been thinking when I when you talk, I think. <laughs> um, one of the goals that I was going to have was every day since, like, having a, a desk that was close to me, I kind of thought, I'm going to find something in life to be thankful for, whether it be the sun came out or the stars that I see or some minuscule thing. And then I was thinking about maybe I can start writing that one thing down because I never write it. I just like do it in my mind. And so I'm thinking I could do that. And then from there, it could be a tribute to a different poem or a different direction and stuff like that. So it's kind of what I was thinking. And I got notebooks I carry with me all the time. Very cool. Oh, yeah. And you're gonna yeah. and you're gonna do our collaborative one we're doing as a community where you're writing one haiku every day, right? That that was interesting and I actually tried to think of one while I was yeah, yeah, when I was listening to too. So yeah, that would actually be fun too. I could incorporate that or do it separate, but yeah, to get the exercises going. <laughs> yep. So once a day write write a haiku. Grab a little notebook, keep it yeah. in your purse, in your back pocket and the car, wherever. And uh yeah. Right. That and that would be the end of the year. You'll have a book. Yep. Yeah. All right, sweetheart. Um, Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code seven one seven seven one seven. You're on the air. Hey Nyla. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Who is this? 
this is uh, James Rothline from Palmyra. Oh, James. Of course it is. I've got a new headset that I'm using tonight. So it's everybody is really super loud to me. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of hard to get used to. Am I coming through okay? You guys hear me all right? Am I breathing weird? Anything sound different? No, it sounds a little different. It's not the normal. I guess it's the, I don't know. It, it, it just doesn't sound like your normal mic. I could tell the difference when you first came on the air. Ah, uh, so, but, but you can understand me. Well, I can sound I, okay. Yeah. But yeah, the other way sounds. Sorry? The other way sound. Does the other way I do the show sound better? It sounded, um, but they're both good. It's just that you can tell that there's a difference. Ah, uh, Okay. It's kind of like when Rush, Rush Limbaugh was on, on the air before he got his implants in the ear, and then after. You could tell there was a difference in the way he sounded. <laughs> it's just the way he sounded. It's, it's, it's that kind of difference. Okay. All right. Well, we're good then. Hey, James. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What are your writing goals for this year? What, do you, what, is, your, uh, what, do you, what is your New Year's resolution for your creative self? To finish the manuscript for my second volume. Awesome. So I want you to sit down and write your 12 baby steps to reach that goal over the year. So okay. once, what's, what are the 12 things you have to do to reach that goal? And then once a month, work on one of those things, and by the end of the year, you'll have it done. All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right, James, what did you bring us tonight? Well, I was debating whether to read one from my book or one I just wrote. And I think I'll go with the one I just wrote. This one is titled Vile. Vile and villainous. Unfaithful and false. He abandoned their love, seeking out in the arms of another the affection she would not give, and rebuked him for ever expressing End the poem. Wow. Wow. That was powerful. Thank you. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, I have some things going on in my life, and it kind of uh, prompted this. Do I? I, I'm, I won't ask. Uh, but I'll tell I you that it, it burst a great poem. <laughs> Thank you. You. You're very welcome, sweetheart. You're very welcome. All right, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they're going to find you. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I have my own poet page, uh, James E. Rothline, poet. And Rothline is spelled R-O-E-T-H-L-E-I-N because it's not spelled the way it sounds. Because if you if you were to see it, if you were to see it on a page, you would think, and it's not pronounced that way. Very cool. That's thank you for letting us know that. All right, my dear. And thank you. I do have a book. It's available on Amazon and Smashwords and through my publisher's website. And it's titled "Musing on the Cricket Game of Life, Part One and a Half." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Very good, my dear. 
Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. All right, yeah. and we will hear from you next week, right? I'm hope well possibly. So if I can get my car back up and running, I'm going to be trying to get back into the uh, Poetry Thursday, which would be running from 7 to 9. It's um, through the almost uptown poetry cartel in Harrisburg. And I'm trying to get back into the uh, local poetry scene. Well, we would be happy to have you here, that's for sure. Well, I'm I'm, going to try and do is alternate from week to week. One week be here, next week there, you know, it's keep my presence around. Know what I mean? <laughs> That's important. You know, uh, we're easy to go on the road, so all you have to do is put a poem in your pocket and keep the number handy, and you can uh, you can call in with us anytime. Just sneak off to the bathroom. There's great acoustics. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for sharing, James. Great job, honey. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you know where you are. We have area code 256, then we have 832, and then 815. All right. Those are our next three callers. Where'd my pen go? Normally I have like six pens. We went through this one last week. Like pens in case I pens are on ink in case I drop pens. I had pens. And this week I only have one pen on my desk. Something's very strange. All right, so let's go ahead and grab two five six. Two five six, are you with me? Yes, I am, Nyla. How are you doing? This is Stan. Hey Stan, how are you, honey? Oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 sound a little relaxed tonight. Oh, hey, trust me, I'm very relaxed. It, it was hectic at first today, but things seem to have <laughs> finally decided to calm somewhat down. You hit your zen, huh? Ah, that and finally we were through the the usual routine craziness of the day that we run into every. Every time at this time of month, so <laughs> it's finally all, you know, resolved itself. Thank God. <laughs> this is good stuff. So, Stan, what are you? What yes. is it that you are going to do in 2019? What is your What is your writing goal for 2019? Well, I'll be honest with you. I think 2019. There are three steps I'm going to try to endeavor to get through are going to be first get to a point to where I feel comfortable uh, being a co-host of the Hurt Locker. You know, it's it's it was tell I got to tell you now. Thank you for the experience of being a guest host. Because that made it a little easier transition. But actually being there, especially with the with this one, because this is a serious uh, format. We're we're dealing with some pretty serious issues on this. Unlike what we do here, folks. <laughs> huh? 
Unlike what we do here, we have no seriousness oh, here. <laughs> oh no, no, we we have seriousness here. Make no mistake, young lady. We can get serious. It was so funny. Oh, you have to listen back to the archives because it was like you know we do we do. It's not like here we do serious stuff there. It's like wow, wow. <laughs> I think I just got called a Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fun food. <laughs> well, what I mean is like what we're doing right now, because of the subject matter we're dealing with, I can't get this. I can't do this, you know, on there. Here, here I can be a silly ass and it's cool, you know. Not so much there, <laughs> you know. If I have to have one side or the other, I'm really kind of glad this is a side of you that I get. Just saying. Oh, trust me. Trust me. I appreciate the idea of having the opportunity to be a silly ass, believe me. <laughs> you know, because, we, well, to, to give you an idea, the very first subject we tackled on the Hurt Locker was domestic violence. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys do some really hardcore, hardcore bricks between the eye topics over there and uh you know so i don't mean to make light of that it just the, the whole comparison was really kind of funny to me but yeah oh, but i'm not really glad that hosting here i think because it's such a casual atmosphere here that that might have really helped um you know when you've co-hosted oh, with me and stuff here but you've been a natural since the start and i you know that's one of the reasons that um, you know, I, I asked you and I had no qualms about asking if you wanted to jump on the air with me. You know, I knew you just have your I knew that you were able to handle that. You've just been fantastic since day one. So it's been a pleasure having you on with me. Oh, it was a pleasure to do it. So that's my first goal is get myself in the zone for that to where, you know, we're getting the positive things done, you know, bringing these subjects to light, giving people a place to vent and to express it poetically or, or, you know. But also we're posting numbers and getting information together to give them a better handle of where they can get some assistance and help if needed. So that's that's number one priority right now. Very cool. Well, I'm excited about that for you. Number two, sometime this year, Getting published. And, and you, are you talking about just like sending a poem into submission through traditional publishing sources, having it sent out to like a journal or a, an anthology, that type of publishing? Or are you talking about a book? Well, actually, I'm in three anthologies now. Mm-hmm. Um, are they? I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a project myself of putting together something of a chat book. Okay. You know, I've even thought up some titles and things for it. So that would be the next thing. And the third one's a big one. (laughs) And I'm not so sure about this one, but this is one I would like to take care of this year. To actually do a spoken word piece in front of a live audience, not just a disembodied voice but actual eye-to-eye contact. You've never done that? I oh. have never done that. Do you have, is there a group, in, where do you live? Do you have a group in your area? I've been checking that out. I'm seeing if there is one out here in the Shoals area. If there's not, get a hold of your local library 
and start promoting it for like three months before the first one um, and ask, find out from your local library or even the local, if you can't find one, make one. What more, think about what fun that would be every Monday night. You go to a local coffee shop and all your friends start gathering and you watch it grow just like this show grew. You know, you start out with a few readers. Next week you have 10. Next week you have 20, you know, and just people hanging out, having fun, just like we do here. If there's not one in your area, there's someone else out there. There's 10 more yous looking in the same area and there's nothing. So be the one that starts it. Step out of your comfort zone. Okay, I'm done. Okay. I have been properly lectured. <laughs> but I those just are the, get so those passionate are the about things. <laughs> yes, you are. But those That's are not the three a biggie. Things. That's not a biggie. It's it's because if it's not there, then make it and just that's 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You will be so excited. Oh yeah, yes. And besides, once I get over that hurdle, then, you know, the spoken word over the radio is going to be, you know, cookies and milk. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So what are you going to bring us tonight, my darling? Well, I thought I'd go ahead. And believe it or not, this is not off of my tablet. This is out of my little binder. I actually hand wrote this. Oh, my God. You just made my toes curl. Uh-oh. Oh. That was good. That was good. Could you say that again slowly? Tell everybody what you just said again. This is handwritten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me that's not sexy, you guys. <laughs> I am I am a huge advocate for getting out from behind the screen and writing in a journal, writing on paper. Your brain thinks differently when your hand cannot write 50 words a minute, 52, 62 words a minute, whatever you're supposed to be able to type. Your your brain cannot write that fast. Therefore, your brain cannot think that fast when you are handwriting. And as a result, what you write is completely different. Your brain has to slow down. It's it's just cool. So I'm really I love that you said that. And it's it, that was just okay. I'm I'm better now. Whew. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, this is actually the one I wrote specifically for the Hurt Locker broadcast. And it's called, Why is Mama Bleeding? Okay. Okay. Shouts, cries, and yells smash his ears. All lend to the fires of his fears. Fist holds for the door. 911's the neighbor's phone. Leaves him and Mama with the monster alone. He runs screaming to Mama to do whatever he can. He gets punished with the back of the monster's hand. The blow sends him flying back across the room. He curls howling in a ball like within a fetal tomb. Why is Mama bleeding? Her tears are mixing with the splatter. Chairs splinter, tables crash, and the windows all shatter. He bolts up in his bed choking on a panicked scream. A grown young man now with night sweats and demon dreams. He's kept the monster caged, 
constant battle in his mind. Fears he could succumb to the rage, crossing that line. So goes to therapy for help and the answers he's needing. Like, did his monster dad as a boy ever ask why his mama was bleeding? In peace. Hey, that was phenomenal on a lot of different levels. First of all, it is really hard, really hard to take a subject like that, which would normally be written in prose form, to bring that under the constraints of being a rhyming poem. Because one of the things that happens when you do a rhyming poem is you can sometimes lose content in order for the sake of the rhyme. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to be careful of that. Yeah, and so you were able to do that flawlessly, to be able to create that in a rhyming structure and take none of the, use words in a way that took none of the intensity of it away. And when that happens, you're, your psyche or whatever it is, as you're listening to that, shifts away from the fact that it's rhyming. And what does a rhyme do? A rhyming is rhythmic. It's very comforting to hear. It's one of the reasons that most people, as I was talking to Tammy about earlier, gravitate to music. We all have a type of music that that we respond to. Okay, so it went from, took away from the, the focus of the rhyme and took you to that rhythmic place where you're listening to it. And it was a, a rhyming is a rhyming scheme is very soothing to hear. It's done well. And so you're taking this horrible, horrible, hard subject and presenting it to us. But at the same time, you were rocking us, you know, so that, so because it was something so terrifying that, you know, you're telling us about it, but as like a parent telling it, you're rocking us at the same time saying there's this ugly the rhyme was the comfort behind it, and it made it super powerful. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does because it, it opens them up to listening to where it's not so harsh and direct where they just kind of go, eh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not so sure I want to hear this. Brilliantly written, brilliantly written. Well, this is what we're trying to do is, is get this this kind of idea out there to you know it, what what one of the things is I said about it is the first thing you do is drag it into the light of day that way if you can see it you can fix it mhm and that's the idea behind this and oh, if you get a chance to go back uh through the epiphany radios uh broadcast and find the hurt locker and hear some of the pieces including one from our, our friend, a very tight, nice brevity from Mr. James Rothline mm-hmm. on that subject and was there. And Dennis White was there, and it it was quite an evening. Uh, some amazing observations and input. You know, Van Meadows and them, it, it, was, it was quite an evening. That's phenomenal. Yeah, if you think about it, Throw the uh, the link for it up on my Facebook page so people can jump over and listen to the archives. Oh, it'd be my pleasure. 
It'll be my pleasure. And thank you for this format, and thank you for some laughter to help <laughs> kind of, yeah, I've been needing a little bit of that lately. Yeah. <laughs> I got buckets full. Just any time you need one, just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you over a couple. We'll make messy with the buckets. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. All right, Stan, tell everyone how to find you, honey. Well, uh, you can find me on Facebook as Stanley Phillips. Uh, you can find me in the group Friends of Words, Wisdom, Wonder, and Wit, in Outlaw Poetry, Shattered Ink Poetry, uh, in the anthology group Garden of Poetry and Prose. You can also find me Thursday nights on Nyla Elisa, KSVTV Cafe. Fridays, uh, first hour, I'm usually on uh, Van Meadows' Let's Talk About It which is Epiphany Radio. Uh, if you happen to have a Mixer app, that's M-I-X-I-R app, you can find me on World Poetry Open Mic later those down Friday night. Sometime Saturday, you can find me on Poetry Madness. Uh, Sunday, you can definitely find me at the uh, Inspiration Factory with uh, Paul Sampson and Van Meadows. And for sure, Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern, on Epiphany Radio, the For Real Entertainment, uh, you will find me on The Hurt Locker. And our subject this coming Tuesday is going to be loss. And it's uh, it's several, in, it's going to be covered through a variety of different forms of loss. When you... Uh... When they get that scheduled and get the link and everything, once again, make sure that you post that, you know, use my page like a bulletin board, you know, post okay. the link to the show, promote it, let people that may not be part of that social circle, you know, just network with our writers so that um, they can come over. People who may not know about it otherwise can come over and listen. So, yeah, you know, utilize my page as a tool to help promote things like that. Oh, thank you, Nyla. You are very welcome, Stan. All right. We will see you next week. Uh, later tonight, if you like. <laughs> later tonight. Yep. Press one. Press one again. Or just hang on and go through the rotation either way. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear more from you tonight. All right. On to the next, dear lady. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 832832. 832. You are on the air. Hey, Manila. How are you? Hey, Mr. Blue Blue. Uh, you know, right this, this so far this year? What? No, I said, are you doing all right, all right so oh. far this year? Oh, I asked. I, you sound kind of funny with my new headset set up, and I thought you yeah. said... You want me to tell you what I'm going to write this year? It's like, okay, yeah. It's no. <laughs> that would take too long. I was, you, know, you know me. I, I go all the way across the board. We, we'd be sitting here all night trying to figure that one out. <laughs> this is true. So what's going on with you, sweetie? Happy New Year to you and all that again. Yeah, it's okay. It's another year. You know. It is. So, yes, I'm excited. It's a brand new I, year. Yeah, it's like having, it's like having a 
being a painter with a clean canvas and you're looking at it and it's like, oh, I don't want to get it messy, so I'm going to start out sketching over here. I'm going to be real careful. And by the end of the year, it's such a mess. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, I've totally fucked this up so bad already. I might as well just have fun you know. and start throwing paint and stomping around. And that happens mid-year. But <laughs> right now, it's pretty excited looking at that clean canvas. <laughs> no, my canvas already has big low color on it, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Somebody, somebody already took out the spray, spray paint, spray paint cans. So I was like, okay, we're already there. I um, gotta, gotta love and respect someone who just jumps in head first. You're good. Yeah, what the hell? You know, that's this way. I'll, I'll tell you how I started off the year, though. I mean, in terms how? of just kind of, uh, kind of a sense of focus. And that was that on uh, uh, New Year's Eve night when I was working, as I was getting off. I went and found a two-pack of my favorite uh, kind of writing pen. And then when I got home, I finished out two pieces and started a third. So I was already on the way uh, when everything ch- changed in, uh, in time and uh, one year to the next. So that's how, that's how I started it off. Yeah. And I also learned a new term, which is kind of a cool one, and I'm just exploring it, and I'll be using it within this piece, but I wanted to, I'll just tell it to you now just as a pre precursor, just because, like I say, it has it has a lot of different ways that you can put it to use. And uh, it's in my, in my people's language, it's Dawegi Dombe. And what that means is guardian of things. And... Like I say, that just has a lot, to me that has a whole stretch of, of of ripple and echo that go along with it in terms of you know how you could how you could apply that. So, I just thought that was kind of cool. That is really cool. So I like it. Yeah, like I said, I thought it was pretty. You know, like I said, it's good because it's a different approach in some ways. You know. It's a different looking at it. We're looking at that, looking at things. Um, so this, uh, and it's kind of funny too because I, I and I don't know how to explain it other than just to, just to give it as a, uh, as a more or less like a footnote. But I kind of feel like I've turned a corner in terms of uh, writing writing approach, not necessarily writing style so much, just approach, and it's just like. There's just some new things that are kind of like entering into the sphere of uh, in uh, being put to use, so to speak. And, um, and it's just it's just it's just kind of cool. Like I said, I feel like I turned a corner in some regards to that. In any case, this piece, yeah, I thought so. I mean, you know, cause like I said, it's 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 pulling in some different uh, pulling in some different. Um, uh, well, um, paint colors. It's pulling in some different uh, interests, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, 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 like I say, it's a different thing. So I like it. Um, this piece of it definitely will reflect that in in uh, in way, in its own way. Um, this is, it doesn't have a uh, title as such yet because I haven't uh, uh, drawn it out that way. But it's a good one. Um, the stretch and drop of shadow. 
only a spirit's length from the shore. Dancer lithe, sensual languorous, the lapping of jeweled waves, rubiot flames. The sun sinks now over the overgrowth, tenuous wards of sacredness of a guardian and a wealth of forgotten songs. Thou guardian of things, implements of secreted sacredness held in trust, the smoke rising in shadow beams, thy shorty, the whiff of the scent fall that promises prayer and peace. Peace with the earth. Rogue roads that once held us at bay are now a view unobstructed. This is all there is, they say. Everything of human nature as we progress is an eventuality. This is all there is, they say. They tell us, oh, someone lied. Blue lines of road, an aggregate of dreams. Black perfume, the sinking, pleasant smell of a smile. Spill the bones, rattle the songs born of savored memory. There is no beginning of the circle, only the place you enter and soon enough return to the earth spirit that cannot be despoiled. We are guardians of things, the root pinions of wings, the hollow points of all that is sacred. The soft whispers of badger gathering his medicine. Stash pockets of blessed plants sealed with smoke down gopher holes. The dust paints our roughened skin. Blue, almost blue. Ubechni. Crow foam apparitions circle us overhead. We sh- we see their shades by fires glow. Live coals spit speak the story, the mist of innate knowledge, and we embark upon another journey. And the signs garnered from living find us on the golden silk wires of the dawn gasoline it is the morning and we shall wait for the next turning of phrase and fortune we shall see the warming smiles of our relations we shall be among our ancestors if you know how to look, you can find us there. 
Nonke Wajonge Uwe and peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. Thank you. I guess I'm I enjoying it. Tell it's when something's uh, I can always tell when something's emotional to you. <laughs> well, there's always some kind of an emotion to it because that's kind of like the thread of the path that I walk. You know, there's always other things that go with that, but that's kind of like one of the base threads. If I didn't feel it, I couldn't speak it. This is true. This is so true. All right, honey, do me a favor. Uh, all right. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Rafe Wild, and then underneath in uh, parentheses it says Soldier Blue, and that's me. And I'm just, you know, hanging out over there. So. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, and we will talk to you next week. Of course. I'll have, I have a few more in the can that I will make sure to uh, flesh out and have ready to go. Awesome. All right, honey. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank you, Miss Nyla. I always appreciate the means of being able to uh, get some words out there. Well, we appreciate you. And we will talk to you soon, honey. Thanks, baby. Yes, ma'am. All righty. That was Mr. Soldier Blue Blue. Our next caller comes from area code 815. 815, you're on the air. Good evening, Miss Nyla. It's Tina Storm. Oh, my goodness, Miss Storm. It is so good to hear from you. It's good to be heard from, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. So what's going on with you this new year? What kind of plans do you have coming up? What are your goals for 2019? My goal is the same goal that I have for myself every day and every year, for myself and everyone, is to be happy every day. That's a great goal. I don't wish people a happy birthday. I wish them happiness always. And I wish to be happy always. That is beautiful, sweetheart. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. That's my goal right. every day, and it's my goal for everyone. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I came, I came to, to start the new year out with um, a note of positivity because every day is a chance to have a great day. Um. My mom said today, I, I didn't I didn't realize it was Thursday. Like, um, I have no sense of time, no concept of the days of the week. <laughs> Every day runs into each other, and today is the fourth day of the new year. And she hadn't found her wall calendar. I love wall calendars. I love wall calendars that say things that I say or things that I think are important or that have pictures that make me smile because I have to look at that every day. I like to look at that every day. That's why I hang a wall calendar. So my January 2019 calendar for the month of January says, cherish today and their flowers. And the one in the bathroom is sunflowers. Sunflowers are one of my favorites. And the one in my mom's room is daisies. And I love daisies. And she said, all of these calendars look like you. I think they should. I pick them because I pick things that I like. And I also have butterflies. So for 2014, um, um, for in 2019, um, I'm going to freestyle a piece for you today, and I'm going to get out of the way. Um, let's see. Well, oh, we're going to call this piece Family. Oh, 
I was looking at photographs in a book with plastic around Polaroids mostly that my mother took. There were pics mostly of she and my father when they were young, younger than I am today. They were in their 20s mostly, and when they were in their 30s. She had my brother's eyes when they were young. Our childhood was picturesque, I'll be honest with you. By the day's standards, we were living good. It's photographic proof. Don't be misunderstood. There weren't pictures online like we do all the time, and they have to be reminded on our social media page of this day so many years ago. I like those, too, and their flow. I share them with hashtags. You know how that goes. Maybe on Instagram or Facebook. I like hashtags. Not hashtag family, real family. Those warm, yellowed around the edges, pictures of me and mine from back in the day. Oh, those are fine. We have some newer ones, too. Some of them have dates, days on the picture in different colors. Some are yellow, some are white, some are orange. You know, the guys who they came out later on, picked them up at a pharmacy. So one of those places, a little photo booth kind, just a little window and like a little hut, you know. You can get them back in an hour, those kind. Oh, I used to love it. I had the camera with the little bulb on top, and it went click, and there was a flash. Oh, let me stop. Family and the pictures that we took. Sometimes you see group of folks that would be clicking off within the family. You had noticed it. But when you look back, your vision is 2020. And now you feel it when you see videos of your people online. When you went on Facebook Live, there were clicks then too. There were groups of people. They were probably talking about you. Now you know that they don't like you. They were pretending to. And it's hurtful, really. So she thought that they loved you back because that's family. They say DNA and some chromosomes is what make you family, but no. I think that real feelings like empathy and loyalty, character traits that make you the same kind of people, you know, they say your vibe is the tribe. The people that love you should be that same kind. They're not always the relatives of mine. People who really love me are like my mommy and my daughter. I love and cherish them, my grandchildren too. There's some others that wouldn't really bother. Colleges have come and gone. We spend no time together. They may post on my Facebook wall, but I haven't seen them, and it doesn't matter because it's 2019. And when I say happiness, always I mean that. You don't have to share DNA with me to be my family. If you love me and I say it to you, too, I mean that. That's what family means to me. Indeed. Absolutely beautiful. You know, it's it's important message to 
you know, you talk about your family, you talk about your friends, you talk about the people that you um, come in contact with here through social medias and stuff, and that's really important. I think the most important part of that is to the way you talk about, you know, you're real. Oh, yeah. I'm serious. Like, I have cousins that I, I, I would pass on the street, and if I don't see them first, we won't speak, and I know it. And it's okay. I mean, that's fine because there are people online who every day say, I love you and, and I pray for you, and I know they mean that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll, I'll take that love before the fake love any day. That's family it's to me. Nice to, you know, people to need to know, know that. To, yeah, that's, yeah, that's real. To know to recognize that, you know, there are, sometimes because it's so easy on social media for that anonymity to take over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we and we don't have to be accountable for our actions and things like that and you know just to really solidify that you know these are living breathing people you know i don't i don't have yes. to hold the box of of you know captain crunch cereal to know that there's captain crunch inside you know i don't have to mm-hmm. hold your hand miss storm in order to know you are a real person and important and and treat you as best you know, I just think that's a real good message. I appreciate that. Real talk. Like, I, I love family. When Tammy Jones was on earlier, she was mentioning Jamie Foxx. I remember when I started freestyling on, online, and one day I was talking to Jamie offline about it, and I told Jamie, I said, the reason I freestyle is when other people are reading their piece, I don't read the piece I wrote. I start interjecting things that I wish I'd have said while I'm reading that piece. I critique that piece and say, hmm, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. So by the time I finish the piece that I thought I was going to recite, I have freestyled anyway. So that's pretty much just an outline for me. So I call that a cheat <laughs> style now. And I use that outline because I was going to freestyle anyway. So I just started freestyling. So she nicknamed me the freestyling lyrical beast that I sometimes introduce myself as on stage. And I thank Jamie Bond for that. And Tammy Jones, when I first started doing spoken word online, I I cut my teeth with them and went on stage and used that same energy on a mic. And so I applaud anybody who hasn't done it and encourage anyone who hasn't done it yet on a stage in locally in a town in front of a crowd of people. It's the same thing, only on steroids. <laughs> feel, go feel that. Really, feel that light, feel that light in your face, feel that energy from the crowd. You need that in your life. If you think that this is love, love that love. You need to love that love in person. That love is a breathing organism that you need to embrace. You need that, for real, for real. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I thought I loved Gina Storm. I didn't know Gina Storm. The, the mic in the stage introduced me to her. And I love you, and I love this venue, and I love this show, and I love the course before me. And this is a family. And it doesn't matter if it's online, if it's on a phone, if it's on a computer, if it's on a mic. Poetry is alive, and as long as we do it, it will never die. And I love you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. That was a phenomenal message. I cannot thank you enough for calling in tonight. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come over and embrace you. I am Gina Storm with an E, and I can be found everywhere. <laughs> I have no restrictions. I'm like the weather. Breathe in and out, and I'm there. 
This is I promise you, Google, Google me, and you, and I will show up. I promise you, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, I got like five, six pages on Facebook and Instagram, a Pinterest, a um, yeah, a YouTube. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm everywhere. Um, if your heart is beating, put your hand on your chest right now. I'm there. Put your hand over your mouth and your nose at the same time. Breathe in and out. That's me. If you love somebody, I'm in that. Yeah, I'm Gina Storm. Thank you. <laughs> Happy New You're Year. You're very welcome. Happy New Year, sweetheart. Great job, honey. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code... To one, let me check the callers down below. I just want to let area code real quick. Let area code seven three four, area code seven five seven, and two zero two know that you are not in the lineup. If any of you would like to come on, please press one. If you're here hanging out and listening, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. And let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which is area code two one nine. Two one nine, are you with me? Yes, I am here now. I know. Hey, Brother O, how are you doing, sweetheart? Oh, I'm doing okay. Doing well. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. It has been a fantastic week. It has been a fantastic night. Everything is just great. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. So, what is going on with you, sweetheart? Oh... Uh, this uh, is going through a challenge in my health right now, but uh, now I know that I'm gonna, uh, I know that I'm gonna be able to over, overcome that just like anything else I've overcome in my life. Yes, you will. Thank you. You will. Um. Out of this poem is called Want to Be a Game Changer. I'm not here just to play the game. I've come to change the game. I wasn't born to be average. I wasn't born as a second-class citizen. I wasn't born to live a secondary lifestyle. I was born to be a game changer. When I first started writing 11 years ago, I was determined to change the game with my unique brand of poetry. I was specifically designed to be unorthodox and unconventional on purpose. Not only share knowledge and truth, my poetry also educates the masses and challenges conventional thinking. I made up my mind to change the game by becoming God's chosen vessel to become to provide that example of success by overcoming obstacles and dealing with adversity, taking full advantage of every opportunity for for my voice to be heard, and spreading the gospel beyond the four walls of the church to touch hearts and souls. I wasn't created as an open mic poet performing from set to set and going absolutely nowhere and kept in the box. I wasn't created to serve as a bench warmer. I wasn't created to stand in the background and watch others succeed. 
was going to be a game changer. Connecting myself with other game changers challenged me to step my game up, challenged me to fine tune and sharpen my craft, challenged me to expand my brand of poetry to a national and international level, challenged me to expand my marketing, promoting skills to another level, and challenged me to think outside the box. Well, how, how have you changed the poetry game since you started performing nine years ago? My motto is simple. Show your support to those who didn't support me turn. Many people have been inspired by me to either start writing poetry or coming out of poetry events. And my movement is taking a life on its own because I see other poets following my example. When I come out to an event, the standing room only in the building sometimes. I created a monthly and weekly scheduled event for my followers to follow my poetic travels on Facebook and keep tabs on my style. I converted my page to a direct report that events happening around the nation every week. I wanted those few poets with a documented disability to perform on a consistent basis, along with providing photography for every artist, whether they are a rookie or a seasoned veteran. My model is everybody deserves an equal opportunity to shine. See, I'm that brother who's opened doors to let us know, of course, to gain more exposure. A brother who's dedicated opening doors to younger artists with special gifts. A brother who is willing to create a path for other poor with disabilities to express themselves and achieve their dreams. I'm the brother when they were then the trademark introduction that has changed the poetry game in Chicago. That introduction is brother was most definitely in the building. Now everybody says every time I walk into a poetry stage event, that's that officially put me on the map. See, I'm not a brash or arrogant brother. I'm not a selfish brother. I'm not a superstar. I'm not an icon or a legend. I was created to be a game changer. More or less than the point. You have the power to leave an impact in this world and make it a better place. You are all created to be game changers. And you have the God-given power to change the game in your own unique way without apology and form. Fantastic piece, sweetheart. You always have so much to share and to say and have so much conviction in your writing. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem at all, my dear. Now, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you. For those of you who are not familiar with my work, I get found on the on Facebook on the old my brother old Gavin. And as always, thank you for your support. Thank you, sweetheart. And we will see you next week. 
Yes, I'll be back on next week. Thank you. All right, brother. Oh, happy New Year to you, sweetheart. You, you had to say thank you. Happy New Year to you. All right, bye bye, hun. Okay, our next caller comes from area code seven two zero. Seven two zero, you're on the air. How are you doing, Nyla? Awesome. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Who is this? I go by the I go by the name of Jers. Hey, Jers. How are you, honey? I'm good. I'm good. Long time, long time, but happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It is really good to hear from you. Um, I'm, what I'm bringing tonight is called unspoken pain. It's frustrating when you can't. It's frustrating when you just can't save yourself. Lost in your own self-pity, you can't even scream for help. Your thoughts become venomous. Your mind begins to poison itself. An illusion of wellness and facade you show to please everyone else. No confidant to entrust in. A path of destruction is left. The distance has cut you off. Now you're alone and isolated, confused and full of hatred. Your expressions lack conviction. Conviction, no substance. Your words become tra- Excuse me. Your words can't be translated. Now the means turn into something else. Your feelings are exasperated. You have thoughts of hurting yourself. The cross that you bear, you think will cripple anyone else. Anxiety swalks his attack. Many things to live for. Broken is where your mind is at. Your heart starts to strain. From the weight, it's beginning to self-medicate. Soul has no enthusiasm, no sounds to emphasize emotion. So your expression reveals the sickness of mankind, thoughts, and degradation, constantly being judged and humiliated. So you pause and became separated, lost in a world of impurifications. What's the meaning to a beautiful relation that is erratic and fabricated? You became a danger to your foundation, can't even surrender to your salvation. Rather be locked up from sanity but you can't escape this profane society. You're the brightest light consumed by calamity. Patience is a virtue. I know you think help may hurt you. Got you contemplating about being exposed to others' health? Your feelings are chapped. So your ink won't spill on to someone else. It makes things complicated when you're not giving all yourself. Sentences are formed with no voice to breathe life into words that aren't heartfelt. You cast your aspersions to defend yourself. Your spirits retreat deeper inside hollow abyss to find security in itself. No emotion or reprieve. The tears that come to your rescue doesn't even give you relief. That was incredible. This is why you should be here more often. You know that, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, you know what that one is not. It's not even finished yet, though. So you know, it's just something I had written down, and a lot of things I do is not finished. That's the reason why I don't show. But this is the, you know, the, probably the closest thing of being complete. So I, I brought it to you. Uh, I think it's incredible, and uh, I'm really glad that you were able to call in tonight. I'm really glad that you were here. And uh, it made a perfect new year. So let me ask you this. What are your goals for 2019? I'm kind of pulling in with everybody. 
Um, well, one goal is to finish my first manuscript. So the second one is to uh, to actually have the second manuscript published and out on the shelves in the same year. So those are my goals for myself as a poet. That's phenomenal. So make sure I'm telling everyone, whatever your goal is for the year, sit down and write 12 steps that it's going to take you to reach that goal. And then every month, make sure you do one of those 12 steps so that by the end of the year, by doing those 12 baby steps, you have reached your goal. I'm going to try to exercise. Yeah. It's just a good way to keep you online. Yeah, I need a path to success. (laughs) That's it. One, write down 12 things, 12 baby steps it's going to take you to get to your goal. And then go from there. Okay. I love your laugh. All right, sweetheart. (laughs) Thank you so much. And you know what? Um, I'm also going to send you, I got off my second uh, manuscript, which is called Sparrows and Eagles, The Story of a Growth. Um, I'm going to send you three three tracks that that comes with music. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to try my best to stay in the loop, you know, and all that. So I'm not going to procrastinate. That That's awesome. like one of the steps. <laughs> but, um, I will uh, thank be you very happy to add those. No problem. No problem. Hope you enjoy them, too. We will, sweetheart. All right. We'll oh, talk to you. Try to call in next note. week if you can. Okay. What? What? All right. Appreciate it. On that note, everybody have a happy new year. You too, hon. Thank you. All righty. So our next caller, you guys, will come from area code 832, I believe. 832, are you with us? Yeah, I could be with you if you want me to. I could just be with you. <laughs> hey, love, you how are you? You want me to be with you, I'll be with you. Yeah, I'll you be, with, be you with you, me. and I'll be saying, hello, hello. Hello, Charlie. Well, hello. <laughs> hello, Nyla. Hello, Nyla. It's so glad to be here back in 19... No, it's not 19. <laughs> what is it? 2019. You're looking swell, Nyla. I can tell, Nyla. You're still growing. You're still showing your story. No, you're not showing nothing. No, sorry. <laughs> Keep on going, Nyla. You're growing, Nyla. Whatever. It is Hello. Charles C.B. Banks. Don't can be trying well? to do my voice. You're did I, did steal I dig my it? You're trying to steal my material. What's wrong with you? Nope. It, you? Means you're, it means you're branded. You're like, you're like you know, when you when you think of Rainier beer, you think about the motorcycle going up the mountain. Rainier beer. You know, or what does Winston take long? Taste like how how far would you walk to smoke a camel? All those things that are ingrained. You're branded now. That. That intro is, I mean, it's infamous. It's infamous. That's the best word. Infamous. You, 
you pushing me, you pushing them heavy drugs, talking about smoking. No, camel. man, there's, there's people big. going all over the world. There's people going, I just heard Charles C.V. Banks. <laughs> no, that's the bill collectors. That's not people oh. all over the world. That's just the bill collectors. <laughs> oh, you do. Well, how you doing, Charles? All right, sweetie. All right. All right. Happy New Year to you. What'd you bring us this week? Uh, I brought you a poem that I was going to read on Bad Poetry Night. I just won second prize in Bad Poetry Night, but this poem I, I didn't get to put in there, and I don't want to read the, 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 the first and second round poems that I put because you can't put them on the radio, so I'll just give you a tame poem instead. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? I am ready. Hello? Okay, this is this is uh, uh it's an old poem, so it, it's ten years old. It might work. It might work. <clears throat> Burgers and fries with a coke on the side. I can't survive without my burgers and fries. Cherry or apple pie with my super size. They don't do that no more. Burgers and fries. Mickey D's and Wendy's be pimping me. Smash burger beat on top. I'll be Burger King's queen. Just flip me some of them onion rings, honey. Five guys keep on piling on those fries and we'll be all right. Though I must confess, sex ain't that good. Me lady say it takes a happy meal for her and me to squeal. Call me her big daddy. In the middle, huffing and puffing, need to refuse with a chocolate cake shake or something. In my lonely nights, surrounded by wrappers and empty cups, I roll out of bed. I can't even sit up. <laughs> a long window mirror view. I'm shaking my head and my stomach do too. I swear in my mind, standing there, burgers and fries, I'm through. Just let me finish this Whopper. It'll take less than a minute or two. Thank you for listening, Nyla. You know, I can honestly tell you, Charles, that no other poet has ever called into the show and made me hungry as many times as you have. Food is, it seems like food is a topic you visit often in poetry you have fun with it you know and and yes you do and you know i, I think it's kind of revealing i think that if you know everybody has a scene out of the old movie nine and a half weeks with michelle pfeiffer everybody has a scene that depicts them and every time you read that i'm picturing michelle pfeiffer sitting on the floor in the kitchen with the refrigerator open and anyone who's ever seen that movie knows the scene i'm talking about but you're that type of poetry. You know, when you, when you write about food, it's like Michelle Pfeiffer sitting in front of the refrigerator playing with food. It's amazing scene, and that's what your poetry makes me think of. So it's like, you know, if you, if you ever decide to become a chef and open up a restaurant, you know, and, and you put that kind of passion into food as food puts into you, then, you know, I, I, I think you know, Michelin star coming on. <laughs> What what passion passion of food is put into me? Ooh, you so sexual! 
It's like, wow, I don't even wow. eat McDonald's, but I want a Big Mac now. You know, I want to go get that Happy Meal. <laughs> Give me those chicken nuggets. <laughs> Wow, wow. You know you know you you just invented a new Kama Sutra Kama Sutra uh uh position with with fast food and, and, and a man and a woman in the bed with fast food and what what can possibly happen. I don't oh, know. Oh, that was so I did that in the eighties. That doesn't count. That's not new. <laughs> all right, all right. You should see me with a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's really funny. You know how when you're getting to know somebody, they always ask you, what's the weirdest place you ever had sex? You know, have you ever been asked that question? People always ask that question, right? Yeah, right. I always tell them, in the revolving bucket above Kentucky Fried Chicken, you would not believe I mean, it's not true, but it's the best answer ever, you know, because they just look at you and think, you know, Oh my God! Really? Yeah, at night with the lights on, with lots of traffic. Really? They don't wow. understand. You can't get inside that bucket. You climb the pole, you can't get in the bucket. So first of all, it's physically impossible. You know, unless you're the uh-huh. light bulb changer, changer guy. But you know, it, it, you'd be amazed at how many people go. Really? You know, it's so outrageous that they almost believe you. So you guys can all borrow that. So the next time someone asks you that, yeah, it's fun. I love words. Okay, in answer in answer to your question, for me it was in a restaurant. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Charles, do me a favor, and, tell everyone how to find you, baby. Just to find me in the restaurant with, under the table <laughs> with uh, with my unmentionables and a fork and a spoon. So <laughs> And a straw, I, I take a straw, paper straw, not plastic, because I want to not leave a carbon footprint. So it'll be a paper straw, not a plastic straw, with a fork and a spoon and a napkin. That's where you'll and, find me, underneath that table. <laughs> and cheesecake. Oh, oh you, <laughs> you put... Well, that that's mushy. Okay, you mushy cheesecake. Okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, Charles. Thank you so much, sweetheart. <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, sweetie, baby, sweetie. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. You take care. Bye, bye, hun. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye, bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 704. 704, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla, this is Nate, uh, Nathan Antoine. How are you doing? My goodness. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to you. Just got a lot happier with you calling in. Sorry, say it again? I said it just got a lot happier with you calling in. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been a while. So you know what? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> yeah, uh, I have so what, one piece for you today. Mm-hmm. Okay, what'd you bring? What'd you bring, Nate? Uh, so actually, uh, so much I've been noticing, kind of a lot going on. So I wrote this piece a few weeks ago. Uh, it's titled "You Are Not Alone." So this piece says, I never knew pain could help me gain such a truth that even when I hurt, I am not alone. 
This is my new power, and since power is gained only by sharing it, I'll tell you, you are not alone. Your heart may have forgotten how to sway, because love has lost its way, but you are not alone. Cancer, diabetes, or just some random disease might have unsaddled your ease, leaving only restless nights, but you are not alone. The color of your skin may trap you in a reality that feels dated, which is why you feel hated, making it a struggle to let your guard down. You are not alone. New beginnings might seem like nothing more than a ruse, because life has robbed your muse and left you colorless, but you are not alone. In a crowd where you are your own shoulder, someone else needs you to lean on. So if you share you, it too becomes your power, and since power is gained only by sharing it, I'll tell you, tell them. Pain doesn't feel the same when you realize that you are not alone. End peace. A lot of truth in that statement. That was awesome. Thank you, thank you. It's so good to hear you read, huh? Great job. I appreciate it. Like I said, you know, there's been a lot going on, New Year and stuff, but I, I definitely wanted to make sure that I shared that piece. Well, I'm really glad that you did, and anytime you can make time to be here, it is appreciated. And Happy New Year. What is your goal on? What are you going to look at doing for 2019? Honestly, uh, 2019, I think I'm going to spend more time actually uh, establishing myself as a poet. Uh, the beginning of this year, I was just more, I was just more, uh, I was just ready to kind of start sharing my work. I'm, I can be real introverted. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I took some time this year and I started uh, the Facebook page, The Reach to You, and I started sharing my work and then towards the later part of the year, I started uh, on the radio shows and doing some open mics, and I've gotten a lot of great feedback. So for 2019, I'm just really pushing myself to, to step out there more and actually consistently do some open mics and different shows and, and the radio shows and, and really kind of just grow a little bit more with my poetry. Those are great goals, and what I really like is that you said, well, this is what I plan on doing for the year. And then you came out with how you were going to do it. And that's one of the things I talked about at the beginning of the show is it's all great to set a goal for yourself, but set a goal for yourself, then write down 12 things you need to do to reach that goal. And if you do one of those things every month, you're guaranteed to reach your goal by the end of the year. But you already had that done. So you were two steps ahead of me. Awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. The plan. Oh, it's going to be a great year. Glad that you started it with us. Please come more often. You know, now that I know that that's part of your goal for the year, I'll pester you more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, honey. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Hello. Happy New Year. Mama. Hi. Ah. Happy New Year. Thank you. I've been suffering. What's going on? I don't like Apple and AT&T together. They suck. You know, they always (laughs) sell me something. When I go to get one problem solved, they sell me stuff, and it doesn't solve the problem. I go in to complain about something to get it fixed. They end up sending me out with two things that I don't need. Oh, they're horrible, and they didn't fix the problem. 
And so I just, like, now I got to drive way back out to Apple because this battery's not working. I got, like, 20 days left on, um, what you call it, um, uh, not a uh, warranty. And mm-hmm. I got insurance. I try to do everything I can so I can always make the shows. I missed, like, all day yesterday I couldn't get on the show. No battery. Drove the day before that, no battery. I had to drive way out there. Sat there for two hours. They ended up selling me a speaker, a battery charger. They said the thing was, and a, one of those battery chargers that you put in the wall and you fill it up and then you come home and stick your thing in it while you're driving home. And when you get home, get home, I got like 1%. I'm like, what the heck? And so I put all this stuff in a big bag. I'm just going to wait until somebody comes over and tells me how to use it. Then I'm going to drive back out to Apple because I didn't go to Apple first. I went to AT&T. So right now I am just went, wanting my old Samsung phone back. I do not like Apple. This is a commercial. I do not like <laughs> Apple. Okay. <laughs> Here I thought you were writing a Dr. Seuss book. I do not like Apple. I do not like it. I do not like Apple at all. <laughs> If they treat me right, I'll come back on and say I'll, I'll, I'll lift them back up. But right now, they have just got on my last nervous. <laughs> okay, here uh, we go. This, uh, defining moments. I had to dig this up from a while back. I am redefining myself. I'm not who I thought I was. Every time I lose someone, I find I have lost a piece of myself. I was light years ahead of most of my peers, but now it appears that time has stood still. I, who have done, knew, and forgotten more than I can describe, find that I've been launched into a dimension that disallows me to see clearly. Life offers me no answers. My loved ones and my equals are transitioning faster than I can blink, faster than I can think. Those who define me are no more. The few that are left that know the core of me are also preparing to leave. This person that I am is complex. My earthly work is no longer important, for I have nothing great left to do, and I have done nothing great. But I stayed grounded, and I stayed rooted as a spiritual being. Yeah, I'm a spiritual being in a human body as a mother and a grandmother and a friend to many a mother to many, a confidant to some, a provider, a teacher, a comforter to others. I'm a solid institution within myself. Somehow I would show up where I was needed. I covered my many flaws with understanding that if I exposed my shortcomings and helped whoever was put in my path that I could save my people from making the same mistakes. What was learned from that was People would rather make their own mistakes than land on me <laughs> in this board game called life. <clears throat> yeah, I was too harsh. 
on some, too rigid on others, and too lenient when a firm hand was needed. I'm a bad example. I am the one whose tolerance card was always full. When your five minutes was up, you were out of luck, moving right along. I'm the termagant. The impatient, the rough draft never finished, the unpolished diamond, the cleverest fox in the pack, the sharpest knife in the drawer. I am the spiritual being doing time on a physical plane. I am the halfway marker. I am the multifaceted, never vain, so sane that I'm crazy. Yeah, crazy like a fox. I know things, but not best at expressing. So, this is who I am. Unsugarcoated and real, unpretentious and non-believer. I only know what I know. I do not believe fat meat is greasy, so you have to show me love, not tell me. No guessing. I'm a person that's been caught in a human trap, been kidnapped, raped, and slapped, abused, accused, beaten down by the trusted and untrusted hands of man, let down by friends that stuck around to see what they could get when I hit the ground. But then I was protected by true friends who were angels, and they never went too far. And when I throw my tantrums and give out tongue lashings and character bashings, they stood by me. Love me despite of myself as I, a matter of fact, if anyone else had acted the way I act, they would have seen my back. I would have been long gone. So even though my mama never pampered me, I've been pampered and catered to as if I were a queen. So someone always took up my slack. It rather put me back on track. So who am I? I'm a sum total of all about everything mentioned. The child of a pimp, the daughter of a resentful mother, and that strong sister who resisted the wicked. That's my piece. That was incredible, Mama. Thank you, baby girl. <laughs> you are so, so welcome. I absolutely loved it. I love that you're here spending the new year with me, but I want to ask you to. I know. He is so (laughs) doggone funny. You know, when he said he got to eating onion rings, acting like a queen, I just died. I mean, that man is just, (laughs) I see how he won. I see how he won the the worst poem contest because he is so crazy that I was so happy to laugh at him. He was just messing with you. Oh, my God. And you were laughing. That was the best part of the show. I'm telling you. He made me yeah, hungry. Yeah, he's uh, hungry. He just made you laugh, and just I was laughing. I couldn't believe he said he, he was so hooked on those uh, onion rings. They had him acting like a queen. Then he changed his voice to talking gay. Oh, it's funny. He was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get over it. I couldn't wait to finish my piece. I can say it. But anyway, okay, finish back to me now. <laughs> you're telling me how great my stuff was and everything. All right, back to me. Back to me. <laughs> now you've got me thinking about Charles dressed in drag eating onion rings. You can't expect me to be serious now. <laughs> okay. That's okay. That shit's done sale, I'll girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you picture, I mean, seriously, I'm picturing him all, like, you know, all kind of glammed out right now, eating onion rings, twirling them on his finger like they're diamonds, you know? And then, and then under the table, with is unmentionable? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, you have to, to tread carefully when you're talking to Charles. Because I know. You, you never know where that conversation is going to end up going. Because you can say something that's seemingly in, innocent, but you know what? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we went there. He's gotten, even, he's gotten even worse than he was. He was bad, but now he's, he, he's winning contests. I mean, it's, oh, his poetry. I mean, his imagination, first of all, you know. So, anyway. Happy New Year, Charles. It was good to hear you. You you didn't put me in a whole different. I didn't. I didn't even read my poem. I should have just talked about you. Okay, Lila, I'm gonna let somebody else get on here. Um, I love you so much, and uh, I just wish you the best in everything. And may your New Year be prosperous, and may you not be horny without satisfaction. <laughs> I don't know. Some great poetry can come out of that. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. If you're horny without satisfaction, at least let some good poetry come out of it. That's where we'll go with that one. Okay. We'll do that. And I can't, I can't believe my I mother just you. told me that. I love you, Mama. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Okay. We'll talk to you next weekend. All right. Hey, did you tell everyone how to find you? You didn't tell everyone how to find you. Oh, find me? Oh. Um, to Library of My Poems, Facebook, um, com, And then just if you go to my page, you'll just see a lot of links. If you Google Vicky Aqua, A-C-Q-U-A-H, you'll see a lot of stuff telling you where to go find stuff. Okay. <laughs> a lot of stuff week. telling you where to go find stuff, guys. I love right. you, Mama. Love you too, baby. All right. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, so our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you're on the air. Let's see if we can get them now. 202, are you with me? Hey. Yes, I'm with you. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. This is Desire from D.C. It is good to hear from you, Desire. Yes. So, um, I got a a New Year's piece. Um, It's called 2019. And um, let me turn my TV down. Hello? Yeah, we're here. Okay. This year is a perfect time to put things in line, you know. Ducks in a row, dotting Darting eyes, crossing T's, no opportunity lost to me, eliminating stress because life is too damn short. Understanding good things will come without being forced. Last year, I lost a lot. But losing things you don't learn from is just madness. And letting people, letting what people think stunt your growth is just tragic. This year is a perfect time. To put dead weight aside. And if your input don't equal income, 
Your ticket won't validate a ride to me being used or allow myself to be leached in the premise of healthy relationships or friendships, only to see what you mean when I end it. Hmm. But these seasonal people equal lessons that turn into blessings. So even if I hurt to walk away, I won't stress it. This year is a perfect time to go for what's mine. All goals assessed, minus stress. Oh, some haters gonna be upset. <laughs> but I will put I will part with these pounds and I will feel you that were holding me down. <laughs> My goodness. I'm already too hard to handle now. Taking life in stride. I will I will provide a better life for mine. Stop everything toxic. I'm not present. And if the end game doesn't even profit, doesn't if the end game isn't profit, I'm giving my energy away for free. Now all that will be released. 2018 peace. I'm already 2019 beast in peace. <laughs> I love it. What a great, I mean, fun, sassy. Just that's definitely a you piece. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're very, very welcome. That was awesome, sweetheart. Thank you. So, um, I think for me, um, I, I want to do a public. I mean, you know, go to uh, say one of my pieces publicly. You know, people know mm-hmm. the voice, but they don't really see the person. And what I want to do, and to determined to do this year, is. People see that I am more than just a tone, that I have substance, that I have other things than erotica. I think I am more than that. And that's what I'm determined for the world to see. You know, that's a a, real hard thing for women to, especially for women, to, to overcome if they write erotica is, you know, you can, you can talk to people about, the poetry that I write and most of them the first thing they will bring up and tell you is that I write erotica where I haven't written erotica poem since 2007 you know but it's mm. what sticks out it, what you know it's real easy for a woman to get pigeonholed into that you know so I you saying that is important because it's really I think important for us to be aware of our of our image how we create our image the ways we control our image. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing erotica, but especially as a woman, you have to be aware of that and conscious of how to be able to be, to write sensual and erotic poetry, but not be classified as an erotic poet. So see, when I think about you as a poet, erotica is not the first thing that I think of. Thank you. (laughs) So, you know, but you don't read your erotica. You don't read, even though I've heard your erotica before. You know, so I have heard your erotica, but you don't read your erotica here. So, you know, no. but, but still, it would be different, I think, I could, if I, I, had, like if I had heard your erotica at all. But I have heard your erotica, and you still don't stand out as, you know, as just a, you've just, I guess I'm trying to say you've done a really good job of making sure that that does not happen to you. Thank you. Thank you. But, on a personal note, my goal this year, I have dealt, I'm dealing with depression really bad. And so my thing is to leave my house, 
to go out and to do something that um, Jenna Stone was saying earlier about that high of, you know, I get the high of talking on the phone or doing a radio show, but it's to get the high of, of magnified magnify as they do it in person, to actually get that firsthand reaction, I want that. That is what I, I'm challenging myself for. So, yes, I'm going to do it. That, I'm going to get out of this house. You know, something that you can do, because um, everyone thinks I'm such an extrovert, but I'm probably the biggest introverted extrovert that I know. You know, when I'm not here on the radio show, I really spend a lot of time by myself and, and you know, I'm very, I amuse myself very easily. I guess I don't need a bunch of people around me all the time. Right. And one of the things that I love to do is go for walks when the rest of the okay. world is sleeping or, you know, I'm carrying a notebook with me or just, you know, walking around and taking, being mentally aware of everything around me. So when I go to write, you know, I've got that to call on. I've got that to lean on, those memories and things that I see it while I'm out walking around. But but taking walks are, is, is just a really cool way of Being able to get out, like a meditation. Get out, yeah, yeah, to get out and get some inspiration and and input and things like that. It's a baby step, you know. Like I was talking earlier, when we have goals for ourselves, it's real really important to, you know, break those down into baby steps. So here's my big goal. How am I going to do it? Okay. So how are you going to do it? You're going to start out by taking, you know, walks in the evening or walks in the park or, you know, parking your car at the end of the the parking lot instead of, you know, driving around until you see the one closest. Does that make sense? Right. That makes yeah, perfect just, sense. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Do things that make you engage slowly. Twelve baby steps. By the end of the year, you'll be out there hosting open mics <laughs> in public every wow. week. That sounds wonderful. I, I just want to get out there and just let people see me. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is desire. I look the part. I ain't worried about that. Well, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Just like watch out, world. But right now, I'm just. It feel like I got a wet blanket on, and and I'm not afraid of much. But it just seems the energy to go. Like my battery is drained and I'm just soggy. And I'm just like, I make, it's like bedroom, I call it bedroom fantasies. When you sit there and fantasize about the things that you want to do. And for me, the closer I get to the door, the less I want to do it. But as far away from the door, I'm just like, yes, I'm going to do this and this and this. And the closer I get, closer I get to the door, the less I want to do, the less energy I have. So I'm going to push myself. I'm going to make a commitment to push myself out the door. Remember, everything is baby steps. You know, so yeah. first baby step could be, it's the, it, you know, I'm not sure where you live, but just go outside the house, outside your front door and watch the outside of the windows. Go out and sweep off the stairs. Go out, you know, just do things that push yourself a little further. You know, if right. you do 12 Write down 12 little things. We were talking about this earlier on any goal. Take, break it down into 12 little things, baby steps to reach your goal, and then by the end of the year, you're exactly where you want to be, if that makes sense. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for allowing me to share. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure, honey. Thank you. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Hey, did you tell everyone again how to find you? Did I I forget to ask you that? On Facebook, my name is Zanetta Butler. You can find me on there like that. Also, I'm part of Three the Hard Way with Storm Cadence, which is um, Cadence, a Regina Storm, and a King Cadence. And every every other Wednesday we have a, a show on O and E. Um, uh, we have a flyer I put we'll put out, um, and we sporadically have the uh, desire dark desire juice joint. I'm um, hopefully when I get my my energy and my own back, I want to start rocking that again. Um, other than that, that's it. Just Zanetta Butler. Look me up. I'm on there. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week and fantastic yes. job tonight. All right. Good night. Thank you, honey. Good night. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 807. Maybe if I can get this to work. 807, you're on the air. Hello. Did you get it to work? I did get it to work. How are you, sweetie? There you go. Happy New Year to you, Robbie. You must have used your fairy. Happy New Year's. (laughs) You must have used your fairy dust. (laughs) Wiggle it on the phone. Something. Something. Yeah. So how are you? What's going on with you? Uh, I just got a package today from a friend, so that was nice. Uh, A little bit of everything. I got Hmm? <laughs> I could have said that. I could have said that, but I didn't. And I was, I was going to say that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to get my package from you. But I'm not too sure what 12 steps I can take to make that happen. <laughs> get on a bus. <laughs> yeah, get on it, Nyla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just teasing you. But, uh, yeah, I I got the package, and it was, it was nice to go through a – I've, I don't know why I'm just uh, I get a lot of packages from people I, I send a lot out but I I really do get a lot and uh, so it's nice to have that and um, I've been uh, <clears throat> formulating some of my own New Year's stuff that I'll uh, talk about at the end of the program uh, but just before I before I read my poem uh, I did get something on special that was, I was happy about it's uh, a DJ deck because uh, I love electronic music and uh, I want to compose more of it, and I have some apps and programs for actually composing, and I want to have some stuff for mixing, and this one's like uh, much, well, not much more, but uh, it's more advanced than the, the other one that I got. So, And I got it for a steal. It was, it was only 60 bucks. So I'm really, really eager to get into all of that. So Robbie has a new that's toy. That's part of my, yeah, I have so many toys, you know me. I eventually get to all of them, even if it takes a while. But I'm the type of person that I just have I have so many interests, and it might not seem to people that I'm going to get to them all, but I do. <laughs> even if it's five years down the road, I do get to it. <laughs> so uh, I just picked a random poem here, not not for any particular reason or anything like that. Um, so here we go. She kept me in her keep, very dark and very deep, farther in her into her night, as into her mysterious abyss I slip into sleep. 
She cradled me in her darkness, tugging gently at the tresses of my hair, blew spells of dizziness into my ears, reaching my mind to take me to lands I know not where. She pressed her body light so gingerly upon me, blew a kiss, barely heard, but so heartedly felt, as my soul crossed her magic valley, her, my heart skipping beats across her veldt. She keeps my soul from losing purchase in her dark embrace as she sings sweet fairy lullabies whilst looking upon my face. And she whisks me to a darkened and mysterious fairy realm where the mists of the other lands are swirling, guiding my soul gently so that my soul it may not be overwhelmed. Uh, and that is Into Her Keep. And I read that for somebody's birthday, but then that when I came across the part that was talking about her velts, and all that, and I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Dial back on that part, Robin. She started laughing, and she's like, well, maybe you should have uh, read ahead on that poem, Rob. <laughs> but <laughs> she wasn't mad or anything, but I just thought it was a, a, a funny little aside about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, my darling. <clears throat> Yeah. Um well I can what be found your, at hmm? What are your goals? what are your goals? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh well I I've I've described a little bit already of what I wanna do, but uh that the, there's a couple of minor things. Like uh not minor, minor, but like, uh, more secondary things like I uh, I wanna up my chess game. I know how to play chess but I wanna finally uh, do more of that, and I uh, want to continue on with my math classes because uh, I've been getting better with that. But uh, more the the larger goals, I, I really want to kind of continue a lot of what I've been doing, but in a more organic way because to establish a lot of the things I wanted to do, I really had to think about it so much and everything, and I want to be able to do it in a more routine way where I'm not having to think about it so much in that because I'm I really am mentally and emotionally tapped out uh, because I've had to t- do a lot of stuff for helping my dad like to finally get into a home and everything else and that really no, I didn't know you were going through that that's that's uh yeah that, that uh it is it, it sucks it sucks ass <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mince words but uh and it's 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 especially when workers and everything some of them aren't doing the job that they're supposed to do and you have to really man up and be you know uncharacteristically uh, assertive or aggressive Uh, that really takes a lot out of you and um, so yeah I want to but now that he's he's in a home and that and uh, I want to do more of finally get back to some of my own things again and but in like I said in a more organic way, so um, yeah, getting back to more to my interests again and everything and uh, and and just living things in a, a more everyday sort of way and uh, becoming a little bit more independent with uh, with uh, some of my income and all that. So it's a lot of little thi- a lot of things that are kind of interlocked together so that uh, things are finally resolved in that. Because I've been setting up a lot of stuff for myself, but it, it's kind of, it's almost there, but not quite. And I want 2019 to be a year where that, that finally wraps up and I can finally enjoy my life more for myself again. <laughs> so. 
it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. I'm really glad to see that you're pushing in that direction. So, and I know mm-hmm. that in, in doing that, everything in your life will profit from that. So, awesome, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I can be found at Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. And if you look under that name, you'll find me on a lot of other things because uh, I have my Instagram now and everything. And I have a microscope now even for my uh, for my phone. So you're going to see even more wild stuff. And a um, microscope that I can take photos with. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to put the links more on my Facebook so everybody can see my national and Canadian geographic and everything. So you'll be able to find me in, in more and more places. <laughs> Doing more and more things. Very cool. Yeah, and I thought when you were describing CB, it sounded like it sounded like you could have been describing me too. You know, you never know. You never know where the conversation's <laughs> gonna go. This is and uh, I'll try to grab the clip. <laughs> I'll try to grab the clip for you where uh, I won a prize for imitating CB's voice. That was on um, uh, Inner Child Radio. They had a little contest impromptu. Uh, I think it was a book, and you could you'd win a book for whoever did the the best Charles C B imitation, and I and I called in and I won by a landslide. So, and I have it <laughs> recorded somewhere, so I'll uh, I'll uh, get that to you in an email there. <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job, honey. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We See you will later. talk with you I'll soon. I'll listen to the rest of the show. Uh, I'll right, be good. I'll be here next week. I should be. Uh... Awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, babe. Thank you. All right. Bye. Our next. You too, baby. Our next caller comes from area code eight one five eight one five. You're on the air. Eight one five. Are you with me? Eight one five. Are you muted? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and rebute 815, and I'm not sure where they are, so we're going to mute them. I'll come back to them, but let's go ahead and grab, well, actually, let me do this real quick, just in case. Area code, if I call your area code, it means you are not in the lineup, so if you don't hear your area code, you need to press 1 if you want me to bring you on the air. So area code 734202, Skype caller, and area code 765. You guys are not in the lineup. So if you want to come in the lineup, press 1. That will put you on so I know that it's okay to bring you on the air. So we have 734, our Skype caller, and 765. You three are not in the lineup. I'm going to go ahead and check with the Skype caller here after our next two callers. Uh, just to double check because sometimes they can't press one and I don't want them hanging out forever. So if you don't want to talk, just don't say anything. It won't be rude. It's okay. All right. So let's go ahead and I'm going to check with 815 again real fast. 815, are you there? It's Gina Storm again. Oh, okay, sweetheart. So I'm going to get to grab the callers that haven't read and then I will come back and get you if you want to read again. That's fine. Yes, ma'am, because my, my call dropped so I had to call back. Okay, sweetheart. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So let's go ahead and grab area code 585. 585, you're on the air. 
Hi, how you doing? This is Doug Perry. How are you? Hey, Doug. I'm doing awesome. How are you, sweetheart? You were able to get in a little earlier this week. Yeah, finished my stuff and got here as soon as I could. Loaded earlier this time. Very cool. What did you bring us? Oh, first of all, before I get into that, what are your goals for 2000 and do that last oh. week? No, you didn't. And um, I don't think that I have set any goals for 2019. What? I'm, no, no, no. I'm, you know, it, I'm funny like that. I mean, I kind of know what I'm trying to do and, you know, as far as quantifying it or making it measurable, I sometimes just don't do that. <laughs> okay. So you can do, you can now, do what you want because you are an adult. Well, yeah, that's the way I figured it for about a long time now. So, um, <laughs> so that's my goal for this and every year: do just what I want to do. Do whatever I, I want. <laughs> mhm, mhm. <laughs> that reminds me of I was on. I've got a my secret private things I don't put post to general public page on here that my family and stuff's on and and one of the things I that I had on there I took a vacation where I went up and stayed up in Idaho and camped in the panhandle uh, on a fossil dig last year and so I'm sitting there and I you know do my my little selfie thing type thing with my cell phone and up in the middle of middle of absolutely nowhere camping all by myself it's freezing cold i'm all bundled up it's first thing in the morning and i'm roasting marshmallows for breakfast and so i post this thing you know i'm i am toasting marshmallows over a campfire for breakfast it is awesome being an adult because <laughs> we do what we want absolutely <laughs> you can make hot dogs if we want stay up and watch yeah. movies till four in the morning whatever we feel like it yeah you know, we are adulting in our own way <laughs> Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So let me see. I, you know, I'm not sure. I don't think I read this poem for you. I don't think so. Um, it's called Idlers Drifting in Late Morning. A lot of words. Um, but it's a poem that I had done on allpoetry.com as part of a poetry contest. I don't really care about poetry contests. I'm not all that, you know, excited about people um, trying to evaluate my poem against somebody else. I don't really care too much about it. Um, but poetry contests do give you prompts, and that's what good they are to me. So this was a poetry contest where they asked you to submit a poem about unemployment. And, I'm, again, I'm not sure. I don't think I did this poem here. Anyway, here it goes. Age sits alone among post-morning rush hour stragglers. The usual jokes flirt mixed into a flurry of chit-chat with a server girl somehow older, busier than before. It's no coffee. It's just coffee. No eggs, no pancakes, no sausage. Age sits alone with no Benny, no Harry, no small talk. No post-game second guesses, no office politics secrets, let, let alone any of the new regiments. No raises, no security, as antiquated as time cards, desk phones, and courtesies. Ace sits alone, peering out the, up the glass onto the street, 
harboring none of the pity or disdain that existed once in the mind of a man who works, or had worked, eyeing the parade of idlers drifting in late morning. Nursing lukewarm coffee. Nursing in lukewarm coffee aged ponders his prospects for the day. There is a change in the weather. His furnace has begun clunking. Rufus is scratching again. Dance left and see car notes, cruise trips, and songs all through. Age just alone. Not the same man as in days gone by. Today, wondering what use the skills of the past 20 years will allow him to achieve, uh, earn how much, and how long lasts the small savings painstakingly set aside from a life's work. For age today is that rainy day. That never happens to you. Other people's failure to plan or play their hands do this. Not the vagaries of fate, though randomly upon a working man. A sits alone, dealt that blow, wishing for yesterday. A sits alone, rises to leave, a distant church bell tolls 11 o'clock. A page says, keep the change, some things don't change. Eyeing the parade of idlers, drifting in late morning, H walks out among them, out of work, no place to go. And that was incredible. That was absolutely incredible, sweetheart. It's one of those slice of life things. You're, that's what you know. You really are. That's kind of like your signature. You know if. I, I think that, that if someone, you know, when they write this stuff in the back of the book, it's, you know, this this author is great because blah, blah, blah. I think that would be one of the things that you definitely deserve high accolades on, and that is the fact that, you know, just being able to take, with words, take a Polaroid, you know, and hold it up to where people can actually see, feel, taste, hear, touch what you're saying. Like you create that image, that slice of life, you make it you tangible. Just you're awesome at that. Thank you. Thank you. I I, I enjoy thinking small. You know, I just you know, if I'm sitting in a restaurant at a quarter to eleven in the morning, a guy sitting across from me can be this guy. Why is he sitting here at eleven o'clock in the morning? Eleven mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, shouldn't you Shouldn't you be somewhere? You don't look too old. Why aren't you someplace else? And, you know, when you think about it, there are, there are people that you do, that you pass by all day who have the most fascinating stories or bring to life the most mundane statistics, you know, like how many people are out of work. There's one right there. The whole story is just not a number. And so... Uh, so I, I enjoy illuminating those kinds of things. I, you know, I recall right before a woman sitting on a trash can in Harlem, as we used to do, they, we used those as lawn chairs. But the way I wrote the story is she was a blues singer from the 20s, and nobody who walked down, down that street in the 1950s had any idea. She's just an old woman sitting on a trash can. So, you know, everybody you see has a story. And, and that story branches out to family members, other cities, experiences, you know, jail, money, all of these things. 
behind the facade of each person that you meet and you just don't know the calculus of how it fits together for each one. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said, too. Cool. Well, thank you. I phrase <laughs> from you. I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to you. You know, I, that's the, I love talking to you. Uh, I, I think really enjoy talking to you. Too. Happy New Year to everyone. I just came from I just came from recording. Just came from recording my Saturday night show, which is Blacks and Blues, airing uh, at ten o'clock Central Time at WDCB in Chicago. So that's WDCB.org. Uh, we're on Friday nights at 9 o'clock New York time, 9 o'clock Eastern time at WD, I'm sorry, WRUR.org for three hours. You can be found on Facebook under the name of Blacks and Blues. That's the name of the show. And, of course, under my own name, Doug Curry. I'm here every Thursday that I can make it, which has been pretty good lately. I've been able to see mm-hmm. you in a row. Um, and I'm on uh allpoetry.com so I try to uh, keep up and be available love to interact and uh, you know I really appreciate you know congratulations on this getting to this 2019 make it better than 2018 um, that's that's a big enough goal for me to want to consider <laughs> uh, I appreciate you so much Dan. all right all right. Good for you to provide this for us. Uh, it's been my pleasure. You know that. I get more out of it than you guys because I get to spend all week or every week with you. All right, love. We'll talk to you Thank next you, week. Babe. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All Happy right. Happy to everyone. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay, great. All right. Our next caller comes from... I'm getting kind of my line, lines are getting kind of messed up here. Let's go ahead and check with two oh two two oh two. Have you read yet? No, ma'am, I haven't. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? Ah, better days. Better days. Don't feel too good, but I'm here. You know. Well, I am glad. It's King. It's King's Cadence. I'm sorry. It is really good to hear from you, sweetheart. So, um, I originally, um, I originally was supposed to call and um, spit with Gina Stone, love of my uh-huh. life. Um, I wasn't feeling well, but I couldn't resist the poetry, so I'm here. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I have, um, I have a quick, oh, um, I have a quick piece called Monster Under My Bed. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Can hear you perfectly well, yes. Okay. Alright, um, here we go. bed. This is what happens when you eat late while watching Freddy. This is what happens when you, uh, see, I said that already. I digress, I dozed off. I think the remote is rolled off when I should have been easy to reach. But its distance was like a small toss. The light switch was out of my reach. 
I figured I'd feel for it, but the lazy chicken in me was like, I'll just chill until the morning. Okay, suck it up. I say to myself in a weaker tempered macho, then I stopped short and heard a growl. I threw my pillow, my water jug, and my nachos. I laughed at myself. I must be tripping in the distance. I heard something scamper towards the kitchen. Yes, the chances arrived. We counting the five and running for our lives. One, get ready. Two, clear your eyes. Three, be ready to fight. Four, I hope the monster didn't hide. Five, let's do it. I heard the growl louder this time. My plan changed from count to five to scream for your life. I heard the monster growl closer. That's as we getting into it. I rolled out the bed into a half slide and half scissor kick. Hi-ya! I gripped the monster judo flip and hip toss crying. Snotting boogers as I felt stronger with his pulling. I'm cursing. I'm screaming. This match is damn near even. The lights come on. And my folks are yelling at me for no damn reason. My night clothes got caught on the bedpost, and the more that I was fighting, the more that the hole tightened. They laughed me into shame, like if the monster come back, call us, and we're down. I felt shame as the monster looked me dead in the eyes and said, Meow, I'm a chicken. And peace. <laughs> Fantastic ending to that piece. That was awesome. Thank you. Very amazing. Um, thanks. Like, I apologize. I'm like not into my normal. You know. <laughs> You're excited what? for him, but. <laughs> huh? I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. You said you're what? You're. I said I apologize. I'm not in my normal jazzy form, but. I know you're awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was absolutely fantastic, sweetheart. All right, I want you to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you, I, I'm, I'm feel, first of all, feel better. That's my first favor. Oh, definitely, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, next, I want you to well, tell everyone what's going on with you and how they can come find you. Um, um, as um, Desire stated earlier, um, I do a show every other week on the ONE network with um, you know, my beautiful Gina Storm and you know Desire, and we um, we do our thing. Um, I think it's every yes, yeah, every two weeks on there, and we pretty much uh, everywhere supporting everybody. Um. You can find me at um, my, um, my my personal page, Cadence. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Cadence, King's Cadence. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's really like that kind of day. <laughs> King's Cadence is K-I-N-G, uh, Cadence spelled incorrectly, K-A-D-N-C-E. Um, also, you can catch us on the Cadence Storm Poetry Show featuring Desire. Um, that page is um, we basically interact with a lot of um, the other poets and get to hear each other's poetry or, you know, get to keep up, you know, keep abreast of all the new shows and stuff. And um, any, anywhere that you see Storm's Cadence, you know, you'll find me, you know, so we definitely, um, I guess that's it. I think that's everywhere. 
<laughs> that works. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job, honey. I cannot thank you enough. Uh, okay. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. And feel better, okay? Thank you. All right, honey. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Our next caller comes from area code 734. 734, have you read yet? Hello, this is Dennis from Michigan. Hey, Dennis from Michigan, how are you, my love? I'm doing wonderful. It's a great start of another great year, and I'm all for it. (laughs) What are your goals for this year? My goals are are to reach out and make poetry more real to myself and those around me and and get more people uh, uh, expressing their voices. And I'm a great encourager. (laughs) I can see that in you. Yes. Well, uh, I heard Stanley talk about uh, now looking for an open mic to, to start reading in public, and that's a great, mm-hmm. great idea. He, he's he's going to be a natural at that. And I heard other other uh, uh, poets talk about uh, wanting to do that. So uh, I pulled out this uh, this uh, poem that I wrote. The title is "Open Mic." Open mic at the club. I had a new poem to share with this crowd. A rough looking bunch that would not listen to those before me. Waiting my turn, the butterflies take wing, two more ahead of me. I notice the exit sign is looking more inviting. I begin my deep breathing. The Zen thing is not working. But then, I saw her. She was there near the front, alone, drinking in every word. Finally, a captive audience of one. One more poet to go. His gangster rap style did not sit well with this crowd. They were getting agitated, but she still paid polite attention, but looked a a bit bored. I knew I could reach her with my poem, make a connection with my well-delivered words, find common ground in the space between us. I had practiced my poem all day. I had the right inflection and tone with a meaningful message. I was ready. I was next. The metaphor was subtle, yet powerful. The timbre of my bass voice was rich and melodious. I saw a sparkle in her eye. It could have been a reflection of the stage lights or my imagination or the acknowledging look of understanding. I was vindicated. My words found good soil to grow. I would have been crushed with anything less. One 
becomes very vulnerable on stage while sharing their heartfelt words, the children of their intellect in a room full of strangers. I fear not the sound of my own voice, even when the microphone squeals with feedback, but a disapproving glance from her would have been my undoing. I slipped out the back door of the club with a smile on my face, and I did my victory trot home. End of poem. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh, absolutely perfect piece, sweetheart. Well, it's meant to be an encouragement to all those that that want to uh, get out there and express themselves because those people are there because they want to hear poetry. My mine were I I kind of shaded it a little bit, but uh, those uh, people that open mics they're looking for poetry and and they're looking for new voices and you got to get out there and express yourself and it's a great experience. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step aside. I'm gonna move on down the line. Uh, I'm going if people want to read any more of my stuff. Uh, I can be found at allpoetry.com. I write under the name of Haiku Bless You with hyphen between those words. So I'm going to uh, bid you adieu and a happy new year, and I'm going to say God bless. God bless to you, sweetheart. Thank you so much for sharing tonight. It was amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye, hon. This Ben is he's so awesome. All right, you guys. Our next caller. I'm going to check with the Skype caller. Skype oh, caller, did you put him on the air tonight? Yeah, those washes or whatever last for about every. Okay, so we're not going to eavesdrop on that conversation. And then I'm going to check. We have seven six five. If you don't want to come on the air, just don't say anything. Seven six five. Did you want to join us tonight? Okay. Okay. Oh, great. All right. So, guys. That brings us to the end of our show. I want to let you know that I appreciate everybody for being here. Happy New Year's to all of you. Remember, baby steps. Write down 12 steps to reach your ultimate goal, and by the end of the year, you'll have done it. Send me messages. Let me know what some of your writing goals are so I can use those suggestions. They'll put together some workshops for you. Just want you to know I appreciate you guys so much. We are going to close the show tonight with a piece called... uh, I finally changed the light bulbs in my bedroom today. It's by Kaylee O'Keefe, and here we go. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you, everybody. I finally changed the light bulbs in my bedroom today. (laughs) The main light fixture is a ceiling fan. The left edge of each blade shadowed in a scab of dust enough to make your dryer lint blush, (laughs) clinging to one side only like how moss will only grow on the north side of trees. Unless you're south of the equator, then it's the opposite side, because it's all about perspective, right? And that dust has been eyeing me for weeks, and I let one sputtering, struggling, flickering just like me. And I wonder why I've let myself sit in the dark for so long. Maybe because on the sunny days I don't notice so much, but when it's already cloudy it becomes difficult to see, and maybe that's why I can stare endlessly at the dim light from my computer screen trying to absorb anything. 
And I wonder why I've let the dust sit on the left edge of each fan blade for so fucking long, because I clean when I'm anxious, right? The other day, I was in the shower, and I noticed the blossoming of that pink mold in the grout, you know, that pink mold that you only see in showers, so I grabbed a toothbrush and some bleach, and I scrubbed till the water turned cold, so I turned it off and stood naked and dripping until each tile was clean. So, it's not that I'm lazy. I understand accumulation, how pink mold will eventually grow black and thick, how ants turn into mice, how a collection of objects can push themselves out of a closet and into a bedroom, can push the bed right out the room, can push your family away from you, but, but the fan, but the fan is above my bed, right? And I'm afraid that if I try and clean it, all the dust will land on my bed and then I'll have to pluck each gray fuzz from the sheets one by one or maybe set the bed on fire because they say dust is made partially from dead skin cells and I've been alone so long now, these cells must all be mine. So this mess must be mine, so the fault must be mine, but at least I changed the light bulbs, right? At least I didn't just sit in the dark today and let the dust accumulate on one side of me heavy. At least the bulbs fit. At least I did one thing, right? Oh. Oh.